0: Welcome, Welcome to, to LA! LA. Welcome, Welcome to Holiday, Holiday Phosphorescence. Phosphorescence! Hello everyone! This is Throw Smiley, and I'm here posting this podcast because Colin Farrell wanted too much money. Who's joining me this week? <laughs> it's me, Punk Rock Steven Segal, Josh Cecil. I'm Brian
1: Lesh, but you can call me Captain Match. When in doubt, cut up a pig.
0: That's my motto. I'm Alaric Weber. <laughs> and this is holiday phosphorescence. It's the holiday version of harmless phosphorescence. The difference? It's about holiday shit. Uh, this is a podcast <laughs> where we're watching <laughs> holiday movies. Um, we will be returning to our regularly scheduled superhero ones next week. This is our final holiday one, and it is brought to you by Patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beck with an Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron, too. Go to patreon.com slash Entertainment. We got lots of bonus content there. We If, if you can't get enough Christmas, we do, are going to have one more Christmas movie going up on the patron-only feed. We're going to be doing Jingle All The Way, so uh, mm-hmm. head on over. Check that out. Uh, this week, though, on Holiday Phosphorescence, we are watching... Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Let's go! Hurry up! It's not my fault. Just shut up and run.
1: Hold it right there!
2: Harry was a small-time crook. Oh boy! Till he opened the door.
0: Oh no, no, we're not ready for your audition. I'm
2: just take a ready. You ready, right? To a really big break.
0: Quit acting like the good guy. You got your partner killed. You killed him. Ah! See, this is what I'm talking about. Old school method. Get me Gabe Perry on the phone. But he'll need a real cop. Detective lessons tomorrow for your acting. Oh, you're the uh, consultant. If he wants to act the part, he must be Gabe Perry. Still gay? Me, no. I just like the name so much, I can't get rid of it. Bye, bye. So what do you do? I'm a private
3: detective. Bye,
1: bye. She thinks I'm a detective.
3: Of all the idiot things to do.
2: My sister much oh, murder. Are you gonna help me?
1: I gotta check my
3: schedule.
2: Can you help me, Harry?
3: You're not gonna help me
1: find okay, somebody okay.
2: else. So sometimes I have other.
3: Oh. Uh, my case note oh, is pretty. Is Thank you.
0: From Shane Black, the creator of Lethal Weapon. Do not play detective. Moron.
2: Go home before the bad guys do something bad right. to you. No! Ah! Two corpses in three hours. I mean, oh. that's unusual, right? Yes. Comes a mystery. It's a frame up. First things first. Do you have the corpse? I, I, I got rid of it. You
1: threw it away. Yeah. Look up idiots in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No! The definition of the word idiot.
0: Ow. That starts with a kiss. Why'd you lie to me? It was an excuse to stay around you, so I mean, I think... Ow!
3: Did I just cut off your finger? Yeah.
0: It's on the floor. Pick it up. Pick it up. And ends with a bang. Where is
3: the girl? <gasps> you put her live round in that gun. Oh, yeah. There was like an 8% chance. Hey, Who with... taught you no. math?
0: With
2: Downey Jr. What do you think? I'm stupid. Val Kilmer. Yes, I think you're stupid.
0: Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh, hell. Kiss me. What? Kiss me. No, no, no. No, no. no, no. <laughs> These lessons suck. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. It was released on October 21st, 2005. has a running time of 103 minutes, cost $15 million, and it made $15.8 million. So it wasn't released. Really... October
3: 21st? I saw November
0: 11th. No, October twi- forget. 21st, huh. according to uh, okay. uh, the, the box office mojo and Wikipedia. So how
1: how many hundred thousand dollars did this make?
0: It made it it made fifteen point eight million. So it basically made its budget back, but they made zero profit on it. Yeah, Um, it's which is too bad. I mean, I think well, (laughs) uh, I loved this movie when it came out. Uh, Rewatching it now, I think there's still a lot there that's really great, and some stuff that doesn't hold up great. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Some stuff that was very much of and two, simple. Yeah, some stuff that yeah. was very mid 2000s. <laughs> that's I I'm not even talking about like the controversial like like using of words or anything. I'm just like mid 2000s it was like there's just some stuff in there. <laughs> like it had that whole like like mean like like a like a um like bad very bad people like that kind of thing yeah. going on. And like two bad people teaming up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but um yeah. I, I love to see Val Kilmer do it, though. Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. I wish had been in more buddy movies together. They had really great. I, chemistry. I know. I don't
3: even remember if I heard about it before. I eventually saw it on like DVD
2: or something. I have it on DVD. Yeah, I really liked it when it came out. I'm I'm with the road now. Like, still a lot of great stuff. A few After, things are head scratchers at 2005. Yeah.
1: After seeing the trailer, I'm pretty sure I saw this, but I'm pretty sure I saw this uh, very intoxicated.
0: I I remember. I didn't see it in the theater. I know that. I remember renting it from Casa Video. Um, the first time it. I saw it, I remember the guy behind the counter being like, "Oh, great movie! You're gonna love it."
2: He was right.
0: Yeah, he was. I, I did love it, and now I still generally enjoy it. Um, Trust
2: your local video store nerd.
0: Yeah. So we, he we,
2: has to watch everything.
0: He does. Oh, man. Um, and uh, speak- <laughs> do you guys see Netflix canceled the blockbuster?
2: <laughs> I know think serious. they have blockbustered
1: life
0: imitating art <laughs> intentionally. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. It was just funny <laughs> because that's the first time there's been a TV show about a place I actually worked. <laughs> anyway. You worked at a blockbuster too, three worked at a, I worked at a blockbuster for like six months. Yeah. Um, Sweet. I didn't realize, I guess. It was in when we, I was in Milwaukee. Yeah, huh? Um, yeah, it was the waning days of blockbuster. Video
2: store brothers. Yeah,
0: it's one of those uh, '90s dream jobs. Oh yeah, yeah. But I had oh. it in 2000. I was 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god.
2: Yeah, when, when things oh, when jobs I, tip over from exciting when you were a kid to sad.
0: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I got hired on as a blockbuster manager, so I had to come in and manage people who had been working there for 20 years. Oh,
2: yeah. Yo, be kind, rewind.
0: There was this, oh my God, there's this one dude who, um, <laughs> he'd been there like 20 years. He was like 40 something. Um, but he was like real fucking like neck beardy, like kind of on the spectrum kind of dude. Yeah. But, um. I watched him one time walk, like, uh, there was, like, a little girl looking at cartoons, and he walked up, and he was like, oh, do you like anime? And I was like, no, 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 get her, no, you can't do that. Go <laughs> away. Come <laughs> on. Know. Come over here. Stop. I'm your push them, man. Like, you Jesus. cannot talk to an eight-year-old, you cannot ask an eight-year-old girl without her parents if she watches anime, dude. <laughs> right.
1: She has to initiate it. Uh, the reason that guy's not in charge of the joint. Yeah.
0: Um, So, all right. We were talking about the box office of uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which means it's time for us to play the box office top 10 game. This is the game where I will describe the top 10 movies of the week of uh, October 21st, 2005. And the fellas are going to try to guess what movie I'm describing based on the box office mojo description mostly. Uh, You're ready to play the game, fellas. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. All
2: right. And Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> what, I've been which, watching sorry. Match Game episodes.
1: <laughs> which week was this? Was this the before uh, before November or the after November?
0: This is October 21st. The week it was listed as between okay. the
2: 21st and the 11th like okay. 14 movies came out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was 2005. There was movies, yeah. there were so many I'm movies in kidding. theaters. But um yeah. At, well, okay. So this week we have what? 1 2 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Like there's like 20 movies opening this week. Yeah. Um, not all of them are movies everyone would have seen, but. Um, movies nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang opened at number 37 because it was only in eight theaters. Um, but at number 10 this week. After suffering a career-ending knee injury, a former college football star aligns himself with one of the most renowned touts in the sports gambling business. I am not familiar with that phrase. Spell it, would you? Touts. It's not going to help me. T get... o u t s. Like I know the word tout, but this is this isn't that Al Pacino football movie. It this? fucking is. No. Oh, is it
2: there is any given Sunday?
0: That it's not any given Sunday. No. It's an it's an. Another Al Pacino movie starring Al Pacino, Matthew McConaughey, and Rene Russo.
2: Because I love any given
0: Sunday. Any given Sunday. I Sundays. love that Fucking, movie. That that was Ollie, that was Stone, right? Oliver Stone. Yeah. I think that might have and been Andrew. the last great movie he made. Honestly. Yeah. That movie. A, yeah. I love, so I love it so much. I love it. Uh, um, hmm, that is one? not this. Uh, this is a real 2005 looking movie. Al Pacino <laughs> looks like he's about to go at any second. Oh, it's a
2: football star. Um, uh, the... He, he's the
0: gambler. I am. I imagine he's the tout, like the sports um, gambling business guy. And Matthew McConaughey is the book, one in trouble. Bookie. All in. Bookie's yeah. what we used to call it. Bookie, yeah, yeah. I don't know what How? tout. Yeah. Um, I, maybe it's a typo or something. Um, this is called <laughs> two for the money. <laughs> Oh, okay. That sounds like a 70s buddy picture.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. Like in any which way, kind
0: of. Yeah. Oh, this fucking movie. All right, at number number nine this week, a mild-mannered man becomes a local hero through um, an act of protection, which sets off repercussions that will shake his family to its very core. Um, <laughs> this is not a happy, fun movie.
2: And it's not Clint Home Invasion.
0: (laughs) No, it stars Viggo Mortensen. Oh, uh, History of Violence. History of Violence, yep. Fuck, I love this movie. Oh, wow, yeah. That's a, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, oh. What is his name? Um, ah. It's, um, it's the... the, Thunderbolt. No. (laughs) Um, the filmmaker. It is, um, not Lars Van Trier. Um... Uh, uh c- 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 it is Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Oh, Cronenberg. Yeah. Scanners. Yeah. Oh, the fly.
2: Ooh. Oh, the fly and actually Naked Lunch.
0: Oh, fucking fuck
1: Naked. <laughs> and and this movie does all of the spooky, creepy, weird you out with physical violence. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <gasps> I will never forget the uh um the Simpsons, when Bart's coming out of the Naked lunch, she's like, I can think of two things wrong with that title.
2: <laughs> like st- Stoner's Pop yeah. Uh
0: At number eight this week at the box office, uh, okay, straight-laced Rose breaks off relations with her party girl sister Maggie over an indiscretion involving Rose's boyfriend. The chilly atmosphere is broken with the arrival of Ella, the grandmother neither sister knew existed. Um, oh,
2: sense and sensibility? No. Nonsense and, nonsense
1: and sensibility.
2: I'm just going to go with <laughs> grandma
1: or grandmother.
2: No, nonsense and sensibility just makes me think of like uh, Dumb and Dumber, but in the Jane Austen. Not,
0: uh, nonsense and nonsensibility? <laughs>
2: No Sense and sensibility one sensible, and spiders. The other fucks trees.
0: <laughs> this stars Cameron Diaz, Tony Collette, and Shirley MacLaine. Cameron Diaz is the party girl, of course.
2: Uh, Mister it, Wives.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's called in her shoes. Okay. You yeah. went in her shoes. <laughs> I know a lot of dudes that would pay a lot of money for a video of that. <laughs> well, not a lot of. Du- well, I don't. Know. I don't know them, but they're on the internet. Right, right, exactly.
2: I know of them in a <laughs> yeah. statistical sense.
0: Yes. At
3: number s- in your shoes, the light, the heat, <laughs> oh, your shoes dude. smells like <laughs> smells like feet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, at number seven this week a bereaved woman and her daughter are flying home from Berlin to America. At thir- I thought you were going to
2: say a barista.
0: <laughs> At 30- I thought you were going to say a burrito. I was very <laughs> hooked.
1: I said bereaved, and I was all sad. I didn't get a burrito.
0: At 30,000 feet, the child vanishes, and nobody will admit she was ever on the plane.
2: Manifest.
0: It's <laughs> It stars Jodie Foster... And the tagline is if someone took everything you live for how far would you go to get it back
2: <laughs> Just however long this play is
0: unaccompanied
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah that's a great
0: that's that accompanied is a good, minor that would be 40. that would be actually a really great title for this it's uh, it has a super generic baggage claim <laughs> flight attendant <laughs> I mean it's called flight plan oh uh-huh. Okay. Don't they kidnap her baby, but Uh, it's her family's in on it or something? I think I thought it was called like like Red Eye or something. I think I'm getting confused with another movie. Wasn't there a movie called Red Eye? Yes. Another like horror on a plane. Yeah. Yeah.
1: With like a missing baby. Or something, I mean, something little, like that. Yeah. What is this trope of Americans? We I was going to say, rush. baby. Th-
2: There's only a couple things on that list that's terrifying, and it involves the plane quickly rushing towards the earth. Otherwise, yeah. it's just like fucking put that curtain up, like they do for coach. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Missing baby, have you checked the overhead?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, did know. that? Did the baby fit? inside the overhead compartment did you check before you got on the plane put them in that box yeah. first to measure it. <laughs> just cramming the kid in like everyone does with their <laughs> bag it's
2: like all the electronics you own are in there and you're stepping on it to get it to fit
0: oh this fucking movie all right at number f- opening no i'm sorry not opening at number six it's not opening at number six during a hometown memorial for his Kentucky-born father, a young man begins an unexpected romance with a too-good-to-be-true stewardess.
2: Ugh. I almost said Sweet this, Home, this Alabama, mo- but you clearly
0: said Kentucky. Mile me. High Club. This this movie tanked the writer-director's career, basically. He still hasn't recovered.
2: Oh,
0: shit. Um, humongous, humongous flop. Um... Made the star. Stock- oh, is McConaughey in this too? Nope, not McConaughey. It's failure to launch. No, <laughs> no. It's a it, it's a little. It's it was supposed to be a little more highbrow than that kind of chick flick like rom rom com. Um, it uh, period piece. It stars Orlando Bloom and Kirsten Dunst, and it's kind of the movie that made people go, "Oh, is this Pride and Prejudice?" No, it's no. the movie that made people go, "Maybe Orlando Bloom isn't a leading man." <laughs> I don't know. Um, written and directed by Cameron Crowe, Elizabeth Town. Oh. oh,
2: yeah, that was terrible.
0: Yeah, and it he's 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 never like come back. Like he was on a roll before that. I mean, whether whatever you feel about the movies, they were doing very well. You know, Almost Famous, uh, Vanilla Sky, Jerry Maguire. Those were like the three he made before. Yeah. Singles, 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 oh, singles are fucking great. But yeah, and he wrote Fast Times wrote fast times? Um, really? Yeah, he wrote Fast oh, Times? He He wrote the book. Yeah.
2: Interesting. He, you know, an almost famous he's he's so young and young yeah. looking, they actually sent him to a high school in California to like write about I, the high school experience. I didn't
1: know that. Yeah. He and was the,
2: literally undercover?
0: Yeah.
1: Cuz the almost famous thing is the connection that
0: I make in my head.
1: Yeah.
2: He was yeah, working for Rolling Stone. He
0: looked really young, late 70s. Yeah, they sent him to a high school to pretend to be a high school student and write about it. Yeah.
2: Actually, even singles, because he married uh, what's her name, Nancy Wilson from Heart. Mm-hmm. But anyways, really? he lived. He lived in Seattle and was also still a rock writer. But like, he was there for the grunge.
0: First. Yeah, which is how like Pearl Jam and Soundgarden are in that movie before they were actually like known bands.
1: Yeah. remember when rock and roll journalism was like an industry
2: in this yeah. country? Yeah. It was a respected form of journalism. Like, yeah. During that transition I, I TV,
0: yeah. Lester fucking- Bangs Lester- and Grail
2: Marcus and mm-hmm. you know, like I
0: trusted those dudes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time when Yeah. There was a time when like, it like wasn't just when Rolling Stone wasn't just clickbait lists. Yeah, right, I was like, just gonna say lists. Like radio. Ten times
2: Kanye pooped somewhere. Oh, you know, <laughs> nobody reviews albums anymore because you can just grab tracks you want.
0: Yeah. Well. Oh fuck. Yeah. No. Albums are dying art form now. Um, Sadly. Yeah. Um, at number five, opening at number five this week, a fictionalized account of the first major successful sexual harassment case in the United States: Jensen versus Evelyn, Evelyn, not Evelyn, Evelith mine's to say that three times before it made sense to me, where a woman who had endured a range of abuse while working as a minor filed and won the landmark 1984 lawsuit. Holy yeah. shit, that was descriptive. Isn't it Charlize Theron? It is Charlize Theron, Frances McDormand, Sissy Spacek, Woody Harrelson, and Scene Bean. I'm sorry, the, Sean Bond. do be-
3: <laughs> the, the People versus Larry Flint? <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> Larry, the people, no, no, Al, that works on multiple levels Because she's a miner <laughs> Yeah, it's just the people Flint. versus Flint <laughs> Yeah, just Flint <laughs> Fucking coal It's like, I already work in a coal mine It's just fucking
0: I'm a coal miner, I don't want to fuck anything Just leave me alone Not What women want to
1: fuck around and find out?
2: Not that he's uh, harassment, but it's Like who has the time down there in the fucking insubie? She's smacked, but anyone could have smacked anyone. But
0: you're in a hole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, this is called um,
0: coal. No, no, it's 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 a oh. name. It, it, the the title means nothing. It's called North Country. <laughs> That won a oh. bunch
1: of Oscars or something, didn't it?
3: Probably. <laughs> so or it was, oh, so okay. she was actually a minor,
0: Not yeah, a minor. Yeah, not N-O-R. Oh, you thought N-O-R. Not, no, no, she was a, Not underage. No, yeah,
2: that changes everything. <laughs> of course they're miners. They look actually like Actually works dead. in a
0: mine, okay. Yeah, she was an actual <laughs> miner, yes. Um, at number four this week... Uh, okay, there's... Okay, a thick mist full of vengeful spirits... <laughs> a prosperous island town off the coast of Oregon as its inhabitants try to learn their town's dark secret in order to stop it. The Mist. Not The Mist. (gasps) We did The Mist. Is this a Johnny Depp pumpkin? uh, Nope. This is a remake of a movie I quite like.
2: Oh, of uh, the Carpenter movie. Yeah. Um, The fog.
0: Yeah, this is a terrible remake of the fog.
2: Antonio Bay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: The original John Carpenter's The Fog is a is a crazy fucking movie.
2: It is. It's very much like a ghost story. The movie we did. Yeah. Because it's not that scary, ghost pirates. But the whole the whole conceit of the movie is
0: just it's it's scary. It's scary like a Disney ride. (laughs)
2: Uh, And Adrian. What's her name? Adrian Barbo. Yeah, that's right.
0: Um, okay, at number three this week, I I don't know how to describe this without giving it away. A man and his dog set out to discover the mystery behind the garden sabotage that plagues their village and threatens the annual giant vegetable growing contest. Apocalypto. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and his dog into Turner the
0: wilds and... <laughs> trying to
1: think of uh... Turner and Hooch uh,
0: this is this is this is a animated Fast film with Turner and Hooch this is a, oh but Wallace not... and Gromit yeah which one
2: um Streets of San Francisco <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I didn't know there was some
1: of <laughs> Escape from Sussy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or is it Surrey?
0: I don't know anything about England. (laughs) Is Wallace insane? Where is our conversation? It's Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Oh. Yeah. It's like a Halloween holdover. Or I guess it's not a holdover. This is October. (laughs) For the list, yeah. Um, Opening at number two this week. Wow, a movie I don't remember existing. Uh, Kale Crane. Oh my god, I feel like they did this on purpose. Kale Crane catalyzes the rescue and rehabilitation of a racehorse with a broken leg.
1: Seabiscuit? No. Not the horse whisperer, because that was about the kid.
0: Uh this is this actually is a kid movie. It looks like it might be Disney. I don't know. Um This isn't Black Beauty. No. It looks oh. like we got uh Jeff Bridges and a uh uh a little uh oh what's her face um she's all grown up now uh, is this scarlett johansson no no, no scarlett Johansson. No, she was
1: in the horse whisperer yeah that's right
2: <laughs> um yeah she ugh. was in a grown-up in 2005. remake of my friend flicka <laughs> which uh, i was waiting till we got to this movie but there is a friend dakota Lickin fanning
0: that's right i'm sorry kurt russell oh. and dakota fanning not jeff bridges Huh. it looked like it looked a little Jeff Bridgesy on the poster but yeah that's definitely Kurt Russell um, um like it's called Dreamer, <laughs> dreamer. yeah wow. yeah we were never gonna guess it and opening at number one this week huh I don't know that I remember this movie at all. oh my God <laughs> yet it opened at number one yeah, huh. Um, I don't remember this week either,
1: so I'll feel bad. (laughs)
0: Space Marines are sent to investigate strange events at a research facility on Mars. Doom, Doom. I don't think I knew they made a Doom movie, or I it's got the rocket. I blocked it out. (laughs) I like knew they
1: made one, but I I think Dwayne Johnson's in this.
0: I think you're right. I'm now that you're mentioning it, it's like ringing bells. Like, wow, I completely blocked out that this movie existed. (laughs) It's really bad. It's it's really bad. It looks terrible. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's (laughs) also based on Doom, like a portal to hell on the surface of Mars. Yeah, which is and John Carter did poorly, so (laughs) we won't go there. That's a whole other. That's That's, yeah. yeah. I want to do. We're cool if the Martians
2: come to us, but if we have to go to Mars, we're very skeptical of that film.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, uh,
2: ghosts uh, of Mars, vampires uh, of
1: Mars. Um, they really pushed Mars in the 90s and two, early 2000s. And
2: now it's back and half the people don't think it's real.
1: <laughs> National
3: Lampoon Mars vacation.
0: <laughs> It'll happen. <laughs> you should. Uh, so, all right. That brings us to the production of the film. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Um, was written and directed by Shane Black. We've talked about Shane Black previously on our Iron Man uh, three. three.
1: His remake of Kiss Kiss Bang
0: Bang. Iron, yeah, kinda <laughs> narrated throughout. Yeah, In the mm-hmm. same way. It's and it's a Christmas movie, like Back very to top of Christmas.
1: Yeah, it opens with a flashback that's narrated. Like yeah, it's it's the same movie.
0: Very much so. Very much so. Um. Uh. Let's see. So, um, the Long Kiss Goodnight was his prior movie to this, and basically. He, it was it, it it didn't do well, um, critically, although The Long Kiss Goodnight was financially did okay. Okay-ish. Yeah, it was
2: Samuel L. Jackson.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like a runaway success, but it did okay-ish. That, Gina oh, Davis? It, Gina Davis, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, it, yeah, it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I like it. I think it's a good I movie. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, that. Yeah, it was directed by Rennie Harlan. Shane Black was the writer and producer. But um, basically, he thought um, he he tried to get it uh um he did he ran an oscar campaign for it and literally got a rejection letter from the academy saying we're not going to consider it
1: <laughs> do they the do that academy? with regularity
0: i don't think with regularity I, I think they were just like when this they goes happened gonna- <laughs> i mean yeah,
2: there's so no oversight but themselves yeah don't, exactly don't
0: call me don't write yeah to
2: return to sender so like-
0: he decided he wanted to do something that wasn't an Action film. Um, He he said he wanted to make a romantic comedy about two kids in L.A., which I I guess technically this kind of is.
1: Is (laughs) Robert (laughs) Downey Jr. a kid?
0: Uh, No. He seems
1: very youthful, but he's not a kid. He
0: does. Well, and also... (laughs) Also, he's younger than Perry. Yeah,
1: I have questions about the casting choices. <laughs> yes,
0: because Robert Downey them. Jr. is easily ten years older than Michelle Monaghan. Yeah. But he, yeah, he's like f-
1: forty-five in this movie, right? And she's she's th- that, she twenty-eight.
0: Yeah, well, she's supposed to play thirty. She says thirty-four at one point, but like, I mean, the, which is is fine. That's like as far as like casting romantic leads is fine. But they could not have gone to school together. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. That's the point. The age disparity between the two of them is. Um,
0: yeah, so this was his attempt at making a quirky, oh, look, romantic L.A. love
2: story. He is older than her, even in childhood. Well, That's true. Because That's true. he's the magician. She's the assistant. She's clearly...
1: Yeah. Word. Well But yeah. that's like a three or four wow. year difference. I mean, they
0: were obviously fudging their ages and it's yeah. fine. It's I'm, fine. I
1: don't think she's 34 because she's lying about being 34 because she's perpetually 34. It's like yeah, the joke is, is, is
0: once you hit 35 in Hollywood. Yeah. So she's yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. I have
1: friends who were on their fifth or sixth twenty-first birthday many years ago. So <laughs> I get it.
0: Um yeah. yeah, so uh he uh that's that's what he wrote, and apparently James L. Brooks, um uh, took a look at the script and said it was terrible. And so he rewrote it as a crime thriller. Oh, man. He said, he said, um, make, he said, he said, make it less as good as it gets and more Chinatown. So James L. Brooks rewrote the script on this. James L. Brooks did not do a pass on the script. James L. Brooks gave him the advice, which led to him. I making see. it. That's cool. In uh, this manner. Good
2: advice. Yeah. I hear he's a cool guy.
0: Um, originally it was entitled, you'll never die in this town again. Um, which as we see was clever. Yeah. Which was, uh, uh, that he used that as a book title on one of the, the pulp paperbacks. Mm -hmm. Um, it got rejected, uh, multiple times before Joel silver, uh, (laughs) picked it up. Um, which he, uh, you know, he worked with black on lethal weapon and the last boy scout. right? um, they originally were going to cast Benicio del Toro. Um, They looked at Hugh Green. In which role? In, in the Robert Downey Jr. role.
2: Oh, Because I could totally see him doing
1: Perry. Yeah, I could see him doing robberies and burglary, though, at the same time.
2: I know, but he, he seems like he's always been intense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. He yeah. could play anything, I'm I'm pretty confident, but yeah i bet he was an intense
0: young man i bet he was yeah Um, robert downey jr is not intense no no he's robert downey jr (laughs) um hugh grant and johnny knoxville both auditioned for it um were considered hugh Hugh grant Grant and
2: johnny knoxville right
0: wow that's (laughs) as broad as it gets
1: they they just cast a wide net yeah um yeah. You say ex- they deserve each other, Josh. Did I miss that? <laughs> yeah. I just want to so. see Johnny Knoxville kick Hugh Grant in the nuts. Or like, so sp- do I. So- shock his nipples or something fun. <laughs> I also want to see that.
0: Um so Robert Downey Jr, um you know, found the script. He got he got you know, he was friends with Joel Silver. So, um he uh got himself an audition and besides the fact that, you know, he's Robert Downey Jr and of course he's was great for the part. They cast him because at the time he didn't charge much money because his career was in absolute shambles at this point.
1: He was on, uh, what's it called? Not probation. What's the other one? Uh, parole parole.
0: Uh, I think, I think for a short period what, of time. Oh, he, uh, Was it, I don't know if he was at this time, but yeah, he certainly he was definitely. in that era. Cause yeah. I
2: think he did like two or three years. Yeah. Yeah. Because he pulled one of those, uh, woke up in a random kid's bed. Kind yeah. Of things. Yeah. Hammered. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Worked into the wrong house. He
1: pulled a uh, show up in your armored cop uniform. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's
1: weird proto cop.
0: Yeah. yeah. Proto cop.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: Huh. That's interesting. I had not thought about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. That's that's how Robert Downey Jr. got the job, but um, it all worked out because shortly afterwards, of course, um, he. Got uh, Iron Man. Um, I'm curious. What did he do between this and Iron Man? I feel like in my the mind. The cellist,
1: I think, or the soloist was between this. That was Oscar Fodder. I think that was 06. Yeah. I yeah. Um, I think it's the soloist. Yeah. This this movie, I, I'm just going to, while you look, uh, I feel like this makes Iron Man 3 watching this. It's the first movie that's like a stylistic thing like Tyka's uh ragnarok or right. uh, guardians mm. of the galaxy because this came uh, iron man 3 came out before guardians right
2: yeah
0: yeah no, but i see
2: what you mean yeah like where the or the, Raimi once he got involved like
1: yeah. yeah
2: it was stylistic it wasn't marvel product
1: yeah it's interesting and people complained about it quite a bit um yeah
2: (laughs) as they will
1: i love that movie though so
0: yeah no no i hadn't thought about it at the time like that but you're right it was kind of like the first one that had like a director's imprint on it
1: it's a christmas movie
0: you know narrated i mean how many i mean lethal weapon was also kind of a christmas movie like shane black fucking loves his christmas la action movies
1: the villain reveal at the end i mean it's very very shane black
0: yeah um, so in between Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and Iron Man, it was three years, he did a number of supporting roles, um, a guide to recognizing your saints, good night and good luck. Um, he had a scene in a scanner dark, or he was had a role in a scanner darkly.
1: That's really good, too. It yeah, is. I was talking about one. that the other day with rotoscoping. Yeah.
0: Philip K. Um, dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he was in Fur, an imaginary portrait of Diane Arbus. <laughs> which was not quite as big as Iron Man, but yeah, we all remember him in fur. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and he was in the shaggy dog remake. Was he the shaggy dog? I, uh,
1: or was it like Tim Allen or something? Wasn't it someone's face and it was horrifying?
0: I think it was, uh, let's see. The shaggy dog was Tim Allen. Yes, it was Tim Allen. He was the shaggy dog. Uh, how uh, but, jacked up on cocaine was he when he made that oh my god but also be a dog also right before this robert denny jr released his debut album a called the futurist
1: <laughs> oh, uh, that's man. hawkeye calls him the futurist in
0: uh oh. civil war Wow. So right. The okay. futurist,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, Tony Stark, the it's, futurist.
0: It's a jazz folk album. Do you remember
1: him being in the Elton John I Want Love music video? The I, one-shot take, and it's in uh, it's in like a French palace. Um, it's in a very particular one.
0: I forget. I don't think it I I don't know if I remember. Maybe Probably
1: Versailles. Yeah. But it's an incredible video. It's one take, and it's just him lip-syncing, I want love. It's very dumb, but mm-hmm. I love it. Because huh. I think he was like just out of prison when he made that video. Mm. <laughs> so it was Elton John
0: helping his friend
1: get back on his feet.
0: Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, this uh, yeah, that's how it came into uh, being. Of course, um, Val Kilmer stars as uh, Gay Perry. Gay um, hey, Perry. Everything's a joke of this, gay Perry, my friend Flicka, like <laughs> yeah, so many joke names,
2: so, so the whole thing is yeah joke. because he's he's retelling it, yeah, Harry's retelling the story, so of course, it's sarcastic and funny,
0: yeah, I feel like this is the last movie I remember Val Kilmer being in before he disappeared, um, yeah,
1: this is before his voice issues really became a thing, yeah.
2: Um, well, he did Mark Twain on stage. He did the he did a, a show that he wrote that was like huge. So he did that for several years. That one man show.
0: Wow, mm-hmm. yeah. good for him. I really miss Val Kimmer. It's I'm very sad. That yes, he has he that was. issue. <clears throat> um, and real genius. I've,
3: I feel like I uh, relayed the story when we were talking about Batman Forever, but um, right. On Terry, uh, Fresh Air with Terry Gross, she was interviewing Val Kilmer about this movie after this had come out and said, she asked, so so this is the, the first gay character you've played? And he says, <laughs> well, Iceman.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm glad
1: he said it because, oh,
0: my well, God. Well, the tension yeah, between those two.
1: He also played Batman with a Robin, right? He had a Robin? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: He had his Robin. He, Chris, he's the one that adopted the 25-year-old Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> that's, r- that's right. So, yeah. But Iceman.
1: <laughs> yeah. In the era of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So gay. Mm-hmm. I love that character so yeah. much. It's an incredible portrayal. He same, came back. Same as this. right? It's so right good.
0: He yeah, he, away, in, he was in Maverick. He was in Maverick, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I forgot. Yeah, he hasn't I passed away yet. I talked about him with Batman.
0: Val hasn't passed he away. He hasn't. No, no, he's still alive. He he can't act because of his voice. I, thing. I
2: probably was punked on the internet. Yeah. So I thought he had passed. It's fake oh, news. Dude, seriously.
0: All right. Yeah. Um. So uh, Michelle Monaghan as Harmony. Um. Michelle Monaghan is oh she's a 1976 gal, same as me and Al. Um let's see she whew, this she's is like a delight a, she's great I love her in yeah, this this is the sure. first thing I really n- remember her from Oh, she was in Probably the born supremacy too. huh um what
2: was her breakout
0: was uh, show oh my god she was in Constantine we um, as an uncredited cameo huh um, mrs. and mrs. Smith I feel like this was her breakout. Winter huh. Solstice it runs in the family. Unfaithful was she? No, she I wasn't. She was on the... a
2: show that was really uh,
0: I'm uh, probably Let's see. Television. Here, but... She Oh, she was in Law and Order. No, that was single episode. No, no, no. Boston Public. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tracy
2: Jordan. It took me 5 episodes before I realized it wasn't a new Star Trek show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Boston Legal. She oh. was the wife
1: and true
0: detective. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Intruded In the first season. Oh yes, she was. That's what I Oh, she was a Mission yeah, Impossible 3. She was in Gone Baby Gone. Um Yeah, yeah. I mean well, she she's a pretty, yeah. she's great. She, I feel like this is the thing that I this is the first thing I knew her from. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
3: same thing. Yeah. Um, oh, hang on. She uh voiced Wonder Woman in a uh, Justice League War. Video, that's cool.
0: Get that. And Ariel Winter plays Young Harmony. That's uh, the younger sister oh. from Modern Family. Modern Family. Yeah. I didn't recognize her. Um. Uh, Cor- no. How would? We- yeah, exactly. Corbin Burnson <laughs> plays Harlan Dexter. Um. I I Corbin Burnson means two things to me. Um, Major League. <laughs> Uh, Yes. And LA law. And LA law.
2: Exactly. So I have a Corbin anecdote.
0: Okay. (laughs) Go for
2: it. Um, In like 94, I think 94 or five, we went to Disneyland, uh, Josh and I, and we went with the Van Ravensway sisters Mm -hmm. because Kim was pregnant and wanted to take a road trip before she had her baby, but she bought week passes to Disneyland. So for the whole, for five days, and, you know, it's Disneyland. It's only so big. This was way before California Adventure, So there wasn't much to do. But like on the second day, um, we noticed that Corbin Bergson was filming something for the Disney Channel. And when we realized it was like more than a one day shoot because he's at different attractions, we started following the set around. And we would yell, Corbin, <laughs> which is stupid. It's just his name. But at one point in Splash Mountain, he looked over. We had interrupted his take. <laughs> <laughs> paid uh, good money yeah. to do it too. Yep, that's my Corbin Burnson story.
1: Uh, he's the dad in Psych, right?
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, he's good. He's perfectly. Good. He's fine. You know, he's fine. He's Corbin Burnson. Yeah, he's fine. Um, his first role was in an Elvis Presley movie called Clambake from 1967. He was he was oh, a Clambake's a fun one. Yeah. yeah, he was a kid. Uh, I assume on the beach. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
0: oh and he was oh wow he was in three the hard way um which is a black exploitation film in
2: 1974 yeah i've heard it yeah
0: title eat my dust wow um but yeah uh major league he got major league the same was that the same year no, no, he got Major League while he was on L.A. Law.
2: He was hot for a while. Yeah. It's funny you said three the hard way because I had been waiting, but have you guys ever seen The Hard Way with James Woods and Michael J. Fox? Oh, yeah. It's been years. Kind, but of, yeah. a, kind of a similar type thing where an actor goes out to ride along with them. Yeah. Grizzled detective.
0: Um. Hmm. So, Despite uh, James Woods.
1: <laughs> Despite James Woods, yeah. Yeah. He, he, I believe him as an uh, actor,
0: though.
2: I I can Oh, I grew up with him. Yeah, I. Yeah, it was until he became a maga weirdo, but that happened. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's always been a creep, though, from what I hear. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: But his character in Casino, like that's what I think of him.
1: Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Hades and uh, Hercules. Yeah.
0: Um. Let's see. I'm trying.
3: I'm trying to find the movie that he was in that they showed
0: in this movie.
3: Oh, because they.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was It was definitely. It was definitely an '80s one. Maybe early '90s. That who? Yeah, Corbin Burnson. When they showed yeah. the younger version of him, that was oh. supposed to be the detective movie. Oh,
2: yes, yeah, I thought it was like. An of Miami Vice or something. I think that's so makeup. many people were in Miami Vice. No,
0: no, no. The, no uh, that's no, no, definitely no, no. him from the
2: '80s. That's him from the '80s. Oh, it's, sure.
0: yeah, it's an actual. Yeah,
2: that's actual footage of Corbin Burnson.
3: Um, it was, okay, so I'm just scrolling through. I, Dead Aim, that's what it was. 1987, Dead Aim. Okay. Uh, that was the movie they were showing in this. Studio. Aim. Must have been the same studio. Which, Called, okay. called it a uh, a Johnny Gossamer film.
1: Yeah. The Yeah. Right. Uh, What's-His-Face, the real Mandarin, wound up making TV shows in the 80s. Mm. There are so many, and that wasn't even his creation. That was What's-His-Face adding on to it. With that character anyways i'm just gonna Shane keep Black. making connections yeah, to yeah. iron man 3
0: uh yeah.
1: daniel creston johnson i forget his last name
2: well and again like in the 80s and grown-up stuff like that was really a legit path television showed a movie star so like so many people we know like i was just saying with miami vice like look it up on the internet just bruce willis um, oh yeah bruce, steve bucemi yeah. um Fuck, I, there's so yeah. many more. Yeah, And then they would make it, you know. Now mm. it's like, you're in a successful TV show. It's like, I don't want to get out of this. Oh my would God. I do something other than Stranger Things?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. In, in retrospect, being in a successful TV show in the 80s or 90s, <laughs> you're set for life as yeah. opposed oh, to, like, doing sure. some movies. <laughs> like, fuck. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, that's how Kirk Cameron still keeps churning out crap. Um, mm. but Leonardo DiCaprio,
0: that, that continued for a long time after that. Mm. I'm sure Leo is still getting some sort of, uh, uh, Facts oh, of Life residuals for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. Too.
2: If you're, if you were on a show that made it to syndication, you're still paying bills.
0: Oh, wait, wait. I just think of him that on Growing money. Pains.
2: Growing Pains. Wait, wait, wait. Was, was like Leo, a, wait, wait. Or is Facts, I'm sorry, Fax
0: of Life is George Clooney.
2: Oh yes. yeah. He was a cast member
0: um, so as, uh, Mr. Frying Pan, we got, uh, Dash. Da- da- Rendar? <laughs> I wish. Dash Mihawk Whoa. as Mr. Frying Pan. He was Benvolio on Romeo plus Juliet. That's where I recognize yeah. him from. Um, yeah. Uh, well, he's done a bunch of stuff. Wow. He was in the Thin Red Line, Perfect Storm. Uh, oh, the guru. Ugh. Um. Oh, I was thinking of the love guru. Although the guru does not look any better. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> he was in I Am Legend. Oh, he was in Punisher War Zone. Interesting. We've covered a movie of his already. Is he the goon that gets popsicled? He's the one. He yeah, he's the one that gets shot by the uh, the the uh, uh, um, uh, food truck guy. Oh, no, no, no. I mean in the
1: Punisher movie. Is he the guy oh, with the popsicle p- on the frying pan?
0: Oh, I don't know. I, I don't remember.
2: He's the guy that sells the Punisher shirt to his kid.
0: Yeah. Uh, I love
2: that origin. dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, Rockman Dunbar was Mr. Fire. Um, he, it's Mr. Mustard. Mr. Mustard. <laughs> he corrects him. It's so dumb. Makes that, yeah. Mr. Mustard, yeah. Uh, let's see. He was... uh. Ooh, uh movie-wise, he didn't do so great. After this, he was in Dirty Laundry, but he did a lot of TV. He was in Earth 2. If you guys remember Earth 2 from the early 90, <laughs> mid-90s. Um, He was in the Wayans Brothers show. Uh Oh, he was a main cast on the Soul Food, which was a series that ran for four years. He's probably getting some nice money from that. He was in Prison Break. Um yeah. Sons of Anarchy, Sons of Anarchy, yeah. Um, He was a uh, the mentalist, the path. He did a. He's had a lot of TV. He's probably doing all right residual wise. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah, uh, Larry Miller played Dabney Shaw. <laughs> mother, great Larry yeah. Miller. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Um, God, oh my God. That's right. I forgot he was in Three Fugitives. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in years. He's
2: worked a lot, but it's always been small roles. Pretty um, Woman. His, yeah, his stand-up is
0: fantastic. His stand-up is great. That's what <laughs> I know him most from. Yeah.
2: And Best in Show with <laughs> his weird kid. And just,
0: oh, yes. wow. His very first uh, on-screen credit was an episode of fame. <laughs> he wanted to live forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah,
3: he's, did, he's best friends he look, with Jerry and Larry. Did he ever learn how to fly?
2: Hi.
0: <laughs>
2: that was Irene Kara, who just passed away recently.
0: She- oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Shannon Sossaman as Mia Frye. That's the pink haired girl. Okay. Uh, she was also in uh, Rules of Attraction 40 Days, 40 Nights. Oh, Risk Cutters, I a Love Story. That was an interesting movie.
2: Except for when she dies, but recognize I recognize a her. shot of
0: her face. <laughs> like I never really saw Yeah, it. we didn't see her much. Uh her first movie was A Knight's Tale. Um She's the she's the female lead in a night's tale. Yeah. I thought
1: I recognized her.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, huh. She's uh most recently been in something called There Are No Saints, which came out this year. Um, let's see. Uh Angela Lindvale is Flicka, Daniel Browning Smith as Rubber Boy. What the fuck was Rubber Boy?
2: I don't know. But there's no other names in
0: this, right? No, no, there's one more. As the bear in the commercial, the voice of the bear, Lawrence the Fishborn himself. <laughs> Lawrence. Fishborn. Larry yep. As the bear, the voice of the bear. Um, it is eighty six percent fresh. Um, some of the uh, some of our uh, letterboxed reviews. Iron Man three is different than I remember. Five stars. And huh. and Jelly writes Eyes Wide Shut's gay cousin. Five stars.
2: I know. I was waiting for the gay question I looked,
0: mark five I, stars. <laughs> I looked and I looked and I looked. I could not find gay five stars.
2: Well, it's not funny when there is, so, yeah. yeah. When there's a gay character.
0: Yeah. Um, Andrew is <laughs> a Transformers. Movie. Yeah. All right. Andrew writes, <laughs> "I feel like a human toilet." One star. Same. Like, I don't know what Five that has to stars. do with the movie. Yeah. That was before
2: like Talk.com and things. Yeah. Like, he was just getting it up.
0: And uh, yeah, uh, Quentin Glover writes It's a great movie. RDJ does a great job. One star.
2: Wow. <laughs> great is the lowest on his chart. Citizen yeah. <laughs> uh, gain or nothing.
3: Yeah. yeah. I don't think he understands the ranking system. Yeah. He's like, it's not no, it's, it's number, number one. one. It's number one. <laughs> it's number one star.
0: One star. Yeah. Drop. The number one. Uh so all right, here we go. Let's get into the movie, guys. This is Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. We open on a magic show. We can tell it's old times because everything's glowy and kind of uh overly lit. Um, or it's in Mexico. Or possibly it it's <laughs> I, yeah, it's either this it's either the seventies or Mexico.
2: Yeah, that overexposed desert camera, yeah, yeah traffic, <sighs> Uh
0: Yeah, a kid's cutting a girl in half in a box. It's a magic show. She screams. Everyone thinks she's really hurt, but then it's revealed she was acting. She wants to grow up to be an actress.
2: And it was a sweet little scene until the dad, like, looks like he hauls off and punches her and it cuts. Mm-hmm. She is thirsted. screaming bloody murder. Sure, sure. Like she
1: is getting caught That's a,
2: That could possibly be justified as a spanking incident. You know, you yeah. don't scare your parents into thinking you're dying. But he's all like this motherfucker. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. he's ready to fight his daughter in a box. Yeah. 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 It's really bad. It's for the streets. Yeah. Uh, but it's important. It's an important bookend. It right is there. important. It
0: is. Yeah. It it's is just a-
2: heavy right off the yeah. bat. Oh, if yeah. If you're catching
0: um. So yeah. Then we get a, an animated credit sequence. Uh, then we cut to a title card. Day one. We meet Harry. He's our narrator. He's at a Hollywood party. We meet his producer, and we meet Gay Perry, a private detective. The uh the trailer I noticed called him a cop, which was not yeah. correct.
1: I think I think it's meant to say that he was a cop. Mm, Ex cop. Yeah, a lot of detectives go PI, especially in Hollywood. You know, yeah, it makes a, sense. Huh.
2: I a never got guy. that impression though. Interesting.
1: That's fair. Yeah. but yeah, I just assume that he did it and then quit.
0: I mean, hmm. I could I could see it. I don't. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, it's totally reasonable.
1: Yeah. I assume being a gay cop is not easy. Also,
2: yeah. I, I imagine not. I
1: so maybe he It's just hard to picture
2: him as rank and file because he's so stylish. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he looks sharp
1: I mean. in a in a suit, though. So I assume he would look good in the uniform. Also, he's Iceman, so it's easy to see him as a cop.
2: Yeah. No, I meant the character. Is, uh, just in my, in, in, my bio. in my association, yeah. in my. Well, oh, I can, I can picture Val Kilmer in lots of different outfits. As I, I a do. Pic- doll. I
0: often yeah. picture Val Kilmer in a lot of different
1: outfits. Yeah. <laughs> there were a couple of times I had to rewind. Well, nipples just, on imagining. the bat suit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dressed as Batman again. <laughs> the nipples. Yeah. What? Uh, I, I. 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 If Val Kilmer doesn't have nipples on whatever he's wearing now, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well I, mean, yeah, they, kind of. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, I know, but I want to see them.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got
0: you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, we cut back to how Harry got there. He was in New York robbing a Toy Story toy store. When the alarm went off, uh, he ran. His partner got but, shot. Who is he talking to on the phone? Is that a nephew? He said it's or his niece? niece. She calls him niece. Uncle, Uncle Harry. That's right.
2: So and at first I was like, that's fucked up. Like she's in on the, the crime, but she's not. No. She's like, wait a minute. Are they even open?
1: <laughs> Which gives him an Aladdin kind of vibe because he's actually committing burglary. He's not hurting anybody, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah, it's burglary, right? If you don't, it's burglary. Or, ro- robbery is with a gun. So technically oh, it's a
2: robbery, gun. robbery is there's a human being
0: involved. Yeah.
2: Burglary is you're just burglary is stuff. you're stealing goods. Yeah. that
0: not right. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, yeah, he ducks into a building where there are, uh, additions going on. He gets mistaken for an actor and he nails it.
2: Because it's literally the circumstance he's running from. Yeah. You yeah. got him killed. You know, so he's feeling it.
1: Yeah. Which we don't really get any resolution on whether or not his the partner. Yeah. Partner died. Yeah. You're which right. is fine. Whatever. Cause that's kind of just like chopped
0: off of yeah the, yeah he's definitely we dory. definitely forget about that dude whatever happened well you to him. can you
2: can write it off as they're just partners in crime there's even sort of that line where he's just like he wanted in you know yeah. like so, it, so they established sort of that it could have even just been two guys in a bar that cooked something up rather than a relationship
0: yeah
1: so well and- easy to write
2: that off easy to like fly to la they're that.
1: arguing about, ha, give me the gun. No, you give me the bullets. So, uh, not yeah. to read too deeply into that scene, but I assumed that they had a discussion beforehand. Why did you bring a gun? Because, in case I need to flash it at somebody, give me the bullets. Mm. Like, that's how they got... I was like, that's an interesting little complex thing to add to their heist, to give it something besides getting caught and shot.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, Uh. let's see. He... Uh, Gets flown out to L.A. to do a screen test and shadow gay Perry as the part he's playing is going to be a private eye. Back at the party, we meet Harmony. We see how she got there. Um, (laughs) She's talking about Rudolph being racist.
2: (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, no. That the the story itself is the story. about racism yeah. Not Rudolph yeah. the
0: reindeer himself. He's not like that. Yeah. No, was, he's the
2: super. He's racist. the subject of like
0: yeah. Most the idea racist reindeer you'll ever meet.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're only no, no, no. interesting in you when they're useful.
0: Dasher is one hundred percent the most racist of the reindeer. Yeah, but and Prancer, the most. <laughs> the, right. Yeah, we know about Prancer. Um, Vixen's a slut. <laughs> Comet and Cupid are just in it for the money.
2: Um, <laughs> Comet is a an abrasive bathroom cleaner.
0: Uh, so, uh, yes, yeah, so she's was a young girl. She grew up in Indiana. She loved Johnny Gossamer detective novels. She had a dream to go to L.A. Her dad, uh, they just kind of dropped that, like that she was raping her little sister nightly. They just which
2: not drop it, it's not drop it. I mean they just kind of
0: drop it in
1: I, I and it's not said but the subtext is that she outgrew her dad yeah, yeah. and then she so was it wasn't just the little sister
0: yeah yeah, it was her
2: and, and she, she probably took a few bullets for her
1: and she felt guilty mm-hmm. about leaving for that reason more than just leaving her sister yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. exactly um so uh. She moved there when she was 16. She did not have a successful acting career. Uh, then an old washed-up actor in his TV robot costume. Um, this was Protocop. a nice... Protocop. Yeah. What was it called? Protocop. 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 He, he protects <laughs> men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He protects men. <laughs> it's great um broke into her house drunkenly and then fell off her balcony um did he die or was he just in the hospital i don't think
2: think he's paralyzed
0: (laughs) oh i thought he died
2: they mentioned it robert Downey jr mentioned like he's in the hospital so these are okay more valuable that's right
1: yeah what a surreal moment in this movie too it's a weird moment
0: it is yeah um so, yeah, so she goes oh, on. The, but it's how Larry, um, I'm sorry.
2: It's how uh, Larry Miller's character sees he, her. Um, yeah, he's, he, sees the, he sees her in the video or the news On clip. TV, yeah. yeah.
0: And he decides to invite her to a party Um, at the party. But he's
3: he's disappointed that they don't show her hips.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. He's like they always do this. So Larry Miller. And what's great is that they don't show another person in the room that there is because he's just he's saying those things and then he's like, get her on the himself.
1: Is he supposed to be Harvey Weinstein? Mm.
2: I think he's supposed to just be indicative of the sleazy producer. You know? I mean, yeah.
0: The the like sleazy um kind of uh, studio producer guy in general. Harvey St. Weinstein was just kind of like the ultimate version of that, but there's plenty yeah, he, of them guys he was there. Yeah, actual
2: evil. But yeah, there were of just like It's not sort like Tropic Thunder, ads. Where yeah,
0: where it was a direct like yeah. Right. Homage. Exactly. Um back at the party, um uh she sees uh Johnny Gossamer books she loved as a child. She falls asleep in a bedroom and some creepy dude tries to molest her. Uh, Harry shows up to defend her and gets beaten up in the process.
2: So that's hilarious because, you know, we don't know how tough he is. We know he's a criminal in New York City. So it's just great that he just pops up. And but it's also great. It's kind of like Harmony herself. He takes the bullet. He knows he's going to get his ass kicked. But, like, come on, kick my ass. That way you're not bothering her. Yeah, it's I, so funny.
1: I love it as an introduction to the story, too, because <laughs> yes. this is when things just – Barely start, mm-hmm. um, that he can take a serious beating, yeah. yeah. He can,
2: yeah, so for sure.
1: He's he like Captain up. America level of taking a
2: serious. This beating movie this is movie. just
0: him getting beat to, shit.
2: yeah, worn up and yeah. Um, I, I said it earlier, there are those uh, very Lebowski gumshoe elements yeah. in here with Harry and that kind of like just as he gets closer, things just get worse because it's just so inept, you know. There starts to be violence (laughs) against him. But also, it's the beginning of the little um, character thing that kind of explodes. It's great storytelling of him being a white knight, of him being like, you know, it it gets fucked up later.
1: He's magical and good luck also, is a thing that's like subtly uh, implied because he's a magician Mm, and he's got good, fast sleight of hand kind of thing. You know, right. and we see there are explicit pointing,
2: catching the phone, that kind of thing. And he can improvise. Obviously, yeah. we see that in the beginning. Like he goes along with that audition. Like he gets yeah. and goes along with it. Yeah. It wasn't enough that the cop turned around and like he fooled him. He's like, all right, let's read this
0: out. Yeah, right? no, he's like, let's see. Maybe I'll be in a movie. <laughs>
2: yeah, let's check it out.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he... Uh, pluck. I think it's called Pluck.
2: He has a lot of... Yeah, uh, mo- he does. Or Moxie, yeah. you know. Well, he has the Moxie, but like you said, the luck. The sort oh, the, of rab- oh, rabbit's foot oh, yes. kind of, yeah. you know.
1: All
0: right. And she she leaves with the guy anyways. The guy <laughs> that was creeping on her. Which speaks
2: into, again, later his white knighting. Yeah, yeah. it comes from a place of what he thinks women should be like. He can't imagine a good girl having attitudes like she has, like Harmony has.
0: Yeah, well, and I, I love how she, at no point ever, feels like she needs rescuing. She doesn't. No, that's what I mean.
2: That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and in opposition to
1: that, he just sleeps with her friend casually. After not getting along with her immediately. Because he
2: considers her a Madonna type character. Yeah. Like these are good girls, those are bad girls. Yeah. Good yeah. girls need someone to stand up for them. Yeah. They need protecting. They don't make choices on their own. I, and girls who do make choices are sluts.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's it's interesting too because like he that that subtle systemic misogyny, which he's like doesn't think he's being a yeah. part of, but he is. He's perpetuating it. It's kind no, of bigotry, a bigotry of soft guy.
1: expectations in a different right. way. Mm-hmm.
2: You know? Right. Exactly. Or of there are expectations. princesses,
0: yeah. there are madonnas
2: and whores in his world. Yeah. But at first you think he's just a genuinely nice guy that won't take advantage of situations. Yeah. Then you find out it's his complex that's almost as weird as his homophobia.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And his, ho- yeah, this, the, the, like, you gay gross thing in this is... Yeah.
2: That's the stuff that bothers me more than you know, like a Perry calling himself the F word. That's a, that's a thing. Yeah. And gay Perry, I don't see as a thing. But all the homophobia, like that, that, spitting, that's spitting and wiping your mouth. That's I
0: mean, so but 90s, 2000s. Lame. He he should have been like quick thinking, good thinking. I, f- I feel like at the
1: same time that was all done with with intention, and that was the oh, way of showing that he is not a good guy. You know, not necessarily like this is normal, but like, look at this fucking dude. He's not. Well, like, and it's they're they're pointing to us as like the casual viewer in two thousand and five, going like, yeah, who cares? Two gay men in California.
0: Mm-hmm. That's you know, like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he's not a good oh, guy, right? And that's how they show us, I guess. Well,
2: yeah, he shows us what his real virtues are. Again, we we start off thinking Harry is a virtuous guy but it's there's yeah. a lot of moral relativity involved when it comes to what harry.
0: what's interesting is that val K- or perry constantly talks says he's not a good guy but yet he yeah. displays so much more of being a good person than robert or er, than uh harry ever does
1: he's such a positive role model for harry <laughs>
2: yeah yes he, is. he, is. he does him stop in so stealing many ways shit. Yeah, you know, stop. Su- like that's not cool. Yeah. You, you know, if you're working a case, do what you got to do to solve the case. There's someone to help. But stop taking people's shit, Harry.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a
1: good skill to have, though, as a PI. Yeah, right. That's... Well, breaking into things, but then we find yeah. out
2: Harry is not even really great at that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fair. He, he has a little bit of he has a little bit of Ant Man's electrical engineering wiring. Up well, no, on that,
2: that was that. the other guy, right? Was it? I thought that, that it was that. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. You're I don't know. Right. I don't the know. Security override. The, the, you mean? Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Anyways. So Does he seemed to be blaming the other guy for breaking his thing. I don't know.
2: No, that's a good point.
0: Yeah. Uh, we meet Harlan Dexter, a retired actor who's recently resolved a feud. He was having over his wife's inheritance with his estranged daughter, Veronica, who just recently arrived back in the country and is now close with her father.
2: And just loves a long hug. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, and maybe it's me. Maybe it's, you know, my bigotry, but he seemed like he was going to end up being a gay character. Yeah. Either uh, Hmm. out front or part of the mystery, but he wasn't. It was just by impression of (laughs) Harley Of that guy. (laughs) So just a Hollywood dandy. Yeah. Um, Gay Perry
1: He is hosting a house party. I mean,
2: yeah. well, like Hugh Hefner was a Hollywood dandy, you know, like yeah. always in yeah. smoky, like so rich you don't have to get dressed. <laughs> There's either so poor you don't have to get dressed or so rich you don't have to. Get dressed. Oh, no, no. Middle the the over- class people have to get dressed. The, the bathrobe
0: continuum. I'm writing it the, down. That's the, my man. Of- that's the overlap there. of things that poor people and rich people both do that middle class people don't <laughs> is huge.
2: It is. That's crazy. I want to talk about that
0: sometime. All right. All right. So, all right. Um, Gay Perry uh, tells Harry he can go look for Harmony at a bar. He finds her there. Um, he meets Flicka. They realize. The
1: Domino Club. He says he invented dominoes. So he invented, invented the, the, dice. No, he's, <laughs> I'm re- I'm, or dice. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm re- is it, or is it the dice club? Is it the domino? Club?
0: No, it's the domino club. At the okay. party, he tells the one girl that's an actress that he invented dice. <laughs>
1: I'm retired. I invented dice, is the funniest response to that. It's really great.
2: There's a 30 it's, Rock joke that's similar it, like, oh, she's loaded. Uh, her grandfather invented the stop sign.
1: What is it? Clueless with the post it note? Uh, my yes. uh, yeah. Note or adventure. Toaster Shrudel in Mean Girls. Or was that Toaster Romy Shrudel? and Michelle's high school reunion with the post? Oh, yes,
0: it was. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's they lied, yeah, they lied said they invented it, that, That's a real, like, that is right. That that's a real direct like uh, reference to Mike Nesmith and his mom mm-hmm. making Whiteout. Inv- yeah, who invented <laughs> Whiteout?
2: Also, it was the very last thin line of prior to Google. Like, you know what I mean? Like when bat- bartenders settled bets. Yeah, and you could say your dad was Joe Pesci. <laughs> you had to
1: you had to call a library to get an
0: answer. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Oh my god. Bartenders settled bets, whether they knew what you were talking about
0: or not. The amount they just ended it. They ended it. The amount of things that we people argued about and were like, I guess we'll just never know. We'll never know. Those were the days we just
2: changed the subject and talked about something else. Now you just stay on Kanye for hours
0: and hours. Uh so um yeah, he uh let's see, he goes to the domino club. Um They He talks to her. They realize they were childhood friends. He was the magician. She's the girl in the box. (laughs) They hit it off. But then Harry wakes up in the next morning with her best friend or her friend. I don't know if she was her best friend. Uh, And Harmony's pretty pissed off about it. Uh,
2: No, go ahead, Bray.
1: I was just going to say, I like that they set it up to where you can't trust her because she knows him. It's such a surprise coincidence thing like that. That can't be real. She's got to be. Playing him,
0: yeah. I thought she, I thought that this was like she was making it up or something. Like for a while, like because it was it was weird that they didn't recognize each other earlier. But she I thought. was
2: younger. She was a little girl when he saw. Oh no, she, he knew her in high school. They were in high she school. She slept with yeah. Chuck Chutney, <laughs> and
1: and yeah, and none of their children or teenage uh, likenesses are similar to them at all. Um, but, but again, to Harry, he says his name. Yeah, I think that's how she knows. She knows. Him. Oh no, she. I don't think she I knew think it was him at the on, party.
2: I think well, he says maybe his not. Name and she's like she was pretty. I don't. At I don't think party, she ever but,
0: saw him at the party. I don't oh, think it's fair. the name,
2: though. I think she knew it was him from
0: the very beginning. I don't know because at, at least like, the beginning of this scene, because she's, she's like, like "Why me? Why not that girl over there?" Like, I don't think she recognized him at first. Because yeah,
1: I think early on he says his name when she asks.
0: I know, but
2: I think she's testing him to Hmm. see if he remembers her. But anyways, Hmm. um, uh, again, an illustrative moment of his, like, these are certain kind of girls. These are other girls. Mm -hmm. You know, he won't touch her, but he'll sleep with her friend who was actually very protective of her. Yeah. Like, she was bitchy, but there was nothing overtly, you know what I mean? But just in his mind, she's lower than Harmony.
1: yeah. The the ambiguity in this movie around a lot of things is really fun. It was really well built to like examine and go like what's happening? What's actually happening here? Especially as like a first viewing experience. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I
0: definitely had to watch thinkable moments. It took me a couple watches. It definitely took me a couple watches to really parse out all of like the plot, the mechanics of the plots. I watched it going twice on. back to back.
1: Once it ended, I was like, I'm just going to restart this because I think that it'll help me understand it by watching it immediately afterwards.
0: Yeah. Um, so that It's
1: funny. It's funny that you say
3: none of the younger children look like the adults because Harry Lockhart, age nine, was played by Indio Falconer Downey.
2: Ha! <laughs> Who said that they didn't look? I, I think...
1: Well, and it's it's less the young versions of them, the teenage versions of them, and the younger right. Of yeah, them
3: they don't look they, anything alike. They they didn't. Yeah, yeah. the the age and nine we, kids could definitely have grown up into these people. Sure. But yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. I'm the high school that. kids
2: did not.
0: Yeah. Um. So that night, Harry. Oh, and again, don't forget
2: that Harry's telling this story.
0: That's right. He he is a, an unreliable narrator, or can't could be an unreliable narrator. You know, we don't know. Mm-hmm.
2: Well and like Brian said any of the teachable or thinkable moments are accidental or subtle because Harry does not even quite yeah. get them. Well and it's he doesn't worst thing.
1: he doesn't remember the the catchphrase that he whispered or that he that he, I guess didn't whisper he pronounced when they were doing their magic show but she remembered so she is like setting
2: him straight on memories of things.
0: Yeah, but
2: it's like even in telling the story, Harry doesn't go back and laugh at himself for being grossed out by Perry. That's left in the story. Like that's a part of his character that he's fine with. Mm-hmm. That he's he's grossed out by gay guys. Yeah,
1: but not grossed out enough to not.
2: Oh, uh, no, not hateful, not bigoted. I don't think he is a bigot, but he has these very clear ideas of roles that people should be playing.
0: Yeah. Yes, life. yes, he does.
2: Sl- slutty girls, gay guys. Independent women, who you know, he thinks are victims. But Those are, are like my three
0: favorite things: yeah. <laughs> slutty girls, gay guys, and independent women. Like
2: you're right. Let's They're, party. That's a gas. Yeah, let's party. These are for sure. Few I,
0: I, I I've been enough you know, no,
2: white guy parties.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've been doing enough parties with a bunch of straight white dudes. I'm done. Yeah. We do this I'm once a week. It. I
2: mean, <laughs> uh, my yeah my my research has concluded. I'm to look at the raw data
0: now. Uh, yeah, your, my conclusions are that like we're not the best partiers.
2: We sit around fires a lot, which I, I get. Yeah.
0: Um. Oh God. Yeah. I wish I wasn't such a basic white bitch of a white guy with my IPA, with my IPAs and my podcast. Like, fuck me. You know what? Be yourself. Yeah. Man. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thrive in your role, right. Perry?
0: Yeah. Uh, so, um. All right. Just vote. <laughs> uh, they're at. They go on a stakeout. Perry was hired by a woman named Allison Ames over the phone. Uh, they're at a lake cabin. Uh, the car. Uh, car I, I just,
2: i'm sorry i want to point out that that is not enough distance for two grown men to hide behind a wood pile and not be detective no <laughs> like i see shit out of the corner of my eye there's a mouse like the other guy it's just like two grown men just down behind a wood pile and a few feet away a guy gets in the car. they're doing I just the love it
1: grand theft auto crouch your invisible thing
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly <laughs> or the wizard of oz yeah
1: yeah. Um and they are bickering so loud the oh entire God, time. Yes. You would hear them That's, from hundreds of feet away smoking a cigarette. Much and less, talking much to less each other. especially criminals
2: as it turns out.
0: Six feet away with a full moon. <laughs> like, <laughs> like is that Val Kilburn? <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. So uh behind where I put my trash. <laughs> they try to follow the car. Um they see it run into a lake um perry realizes there's a female body in the trunk uh he shoots the lock to uh, attempt to rescue her and pull her out of the lake but he accidentally hits the corpse uh they get sighted by two men in ski masks who uh uh, put the car into the lake they decide against reporting the incident as it will appear that perry killed her this i this is my favorite part i think of the whole movie though
1: This whole sequence of events is the stupidest shit ever. And it makes this whole movie so interesting.
2: Well, and it's um, the reason it could implicate Perry is that Harry drops Perry's Derringer throws throws it out. Yeah, yeah, throws it.
1: Not as as Derringer, his ceramic vector that his mother bought him. That is a very specific, custom made. It's easy to trace it back to him. Uh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, if it were just a disposable gun. That's another thing, but that is his gun clearly. Mm-hmm. He carries it in a box. It's that like precious to him. Yeah, yeah it's it was a- because he has
2: priors so Harry thought the two guys in Ski Mask, first of all, he calls to them for help. Right. Like, yeah. hey, when you find a body, it's totally reasonable to call for help. But the two guys yeah. in Ski Mask... Who are, are up not where the go car get. just <laughs> came yeah. from. They're, they're yeah. not going to go get help. That's
0: just, you should know that. That's first station. No, no, Perry's right. Harry is a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is. Yes. But he's kind of an agent of chaos in that sense, though, that like his... He—that's how he navigates the world.
2: I was going to say that, and uh, I bring it up too often, so I stopped. But the Bugs Bunnyness yeah. or cartoonishness, because the uh, spitting out the kiss—that's what Elmer Fudd would always do yeah. after Bugs Bunny took like a really that's long a, kiss. That's
1: a <laughs> good point. I, he brings the trouble to himself. We see him do it with the fight yes, with the with the goons. He does it multiple mm-hmm. times with the goons. Well, or are they?
2: Harry even brings up his flapping mouth. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting? like you don't shut the fuck
0: up. Is, is, is he is sharp. Like, he is sharp-witted, but he just has zero street sense. He's clever.
3: Quick on his feet. So it yeah. took me a couple of... Uh, I had to rewind a couple of times, because when the dude gets in the car after he closes the trunk, um, Harry says, what's wrong with his car?
4: Mm. You hear um, the
3: clunking. You hear the clunking before the car gets started. Yeah. Oh. Um, and it takes... So he's immediately, what's up with his car? Uh, it takes Perry several minutes of driving and then the car landing in the lake for him to realize, oh, wait, the sound. Yeah. There's
0: someone yep. in the trunk.
2: Yep. It's so it's really quick, but yeah. He says yeah. the sound and that, because at first he's like, there's no one in that car.
0: What dude. What's interesting too is that um, Harry also is the one that notices the underwear. He notices little details a lot. Constantly, yeah, through this. but he's doesn't like, put them
3: together. Never It, puts it, them yeah. together. So, it takes someone put it. else to. He, yeah, you're right. He notices things, and then, but someone else has to like,
0: put, put connect the, the dots. Yeah.
2: yeah, because he's the thief. So you know his eyes are always working, but his yeah. ears not necessarily. Oh, yeah. You know, well, in a fight or you know, this hearing is not as important as vision.
0: Yeah, well, and he's a magician like too. So like all the, like sub, yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting. Yeah. I, just, I, I watched this this part of the movie
1: with headphones on, and you could distinctly hear that it sounded like somebody pounding from the inside of the car too. It's really w- well done. I think she that. was already
2: dead though, right?
1: No, no. She was. You She's could not down her. there long enough. To oh drown. no, no, not I no, think her neck snapped when she hit the water. Oh,
2: her neck snapped. Yeah, like uh, I, I think he was shot right. her in the head. Well, but yeah. no, and, and also they said yeah. her head, head was very smushed in. in so I
0: get the feeling they went up there, opened the trunk, beat her head, closed it, and then put her in. Oh, because yeah. they mentioned her smushed in. Head. Seems like if it
2: was a hit, they they would have killed her. Yeah. Right. Right. Sure no. No. So. So I
0: don't think they killed her before they put her in the trunk. They drove to the top of the cliff, opened the trunk, hit her in the back of the head, closed the trunk, drove it into the lake.
1: Ah. Uh, yeah. I. I assumed I read into the smushed head as Perry misreading. Um, his diagnosis immediately was wrong because he was just winded from swimming. Mm. And you. And that's why you get uh, Harold Harry sort of leaning back, like, oh no. Putting it together, like mm. figuring out, like, oh, yeah, but you shot her. Look at her face. What are you doing?
0: Mm. Yeah. Either either way, she's not alive at that point.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, because they could have so, called the cops; it would have been fine. Yeah. Until that gun goes in the lake, God, brilliant. It's yeah. So dumb. The so dumb. Uh, the look up idiot
3: in the dictionary line. Oh my god! Exchange that was awesome. is one of is one of my favorite of all times. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> No, you'll find the definition of the word idiot, which, which is, is what, what you are,
0: which is what you fucking are. <laughs> you are. His yeah. delivery is just so, he's so mad. Oh, I love Val Kimmer in this movie so much. Um, so, all right. Uh, Perry takes Harry back to the hotel. Harry, uh, gets a call that Harmony has committed suicide. Then Harmony immediately shows up at Harry's room. Turns out that it was her sister that committed suicide. Um, so this on first watch was not
1: con- was not clear to me. I, for a minute or two, thought, so did he meet her sister earlier? Are they twins? Uh, I thought yeah. we had a, uh, what's that movie with uh, Hugh Jackman and Batman? Um, the Prestige. Yes. Where there are twins doing the magic tricks. Right. I thought that yeah. that was what was happening. <laughs> so I got real distracted looking for the ball in that direction, mm. which is a cool misdirect. Or uh, Constantine. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But those two, those two ladies were twins.
0: Yeah. So, um, all right, then, um, because Flicka told her that uh, he was a private investigator, she wants him to uh, investigate her sister's death, which she believes was a murder. Um, then she goes to sleep, <laughs> and he <laughs> squishes the spider in her boob. That
2: was pretty funny. Yeah. The way he was trying to look
0: into the boob, like yeah, and trying to like be respectful of the boob, but still get the spider out.
2: I just found the looking in so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Just.
0: The most the most
1: difficult part of this is her sleeping through a gigantic spider being on her.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he flicks her tit and then yeah. <laughs> he just starts <laughs> smacking her like she's on fire. Like, what are you doing? That'll wake up a, a, a lady. Yeah. Uh, you better have a plan after that. He, <laughs> it's, it, this
1: is interesting in the sense that he's got really quick reflexes, but his moral compass is stopping him from doing something because he already, his whole, like, I'm on the hook. I'm already on the hook in cell right. complaint. Yeah. You know, like, chill, bro. You were touching her tits while she was asleep. Of course she's going to be upset.
0: Yeah, exactly. But then she's
1: so, not and then he
3: gets upset because she's not upset.
0: Yeah, yeah. which is that's that fucking white knight side of that it's incel bullshit.
3: Brief moral drama in the fucking What do you hotel mean room? it's
1: no big deal? I'm touching your boob.
2: Yeah, you're sacred.
1: Yeah. I love how well constructed <sighs> these two characters are cuz she gets so much agency and so does so much, much
0: agency. Yeah. Good shit. Well, and it's really interesting, too, because he's not wrong. She should be mad at people taking liberties with her body. But also, it's up to it's her up. to yeah. decide she that. Is,
1: she is navigating that world. I didn't get famous, Perry, or Harry, she says to him. "Like, And that's kind of all you get mm-hmm. about her oh, background. All, and she works slouchy. for Perry on the side. You know, like She knows how to navigate L.A. Enough to pay for her beachfront property. Well, oh,
2: I think I think she was straight out of a Mellencamp song. I think she knew how to play men since Indiana, man. Yeah, she did. And again, it's that agency. It does not take away the instances in her life when she was a victim. But you cannot then dictate that she's a victim for the rest of her right. life, right? You know that that's fucked up. That's not respect.
0: Her choosing to use her sexuality to get things she wants in her life isn't the part that makes her a victim.
2: Or that she doesn't see sex and love as the same thing, like he does. Yeah. You know, he'll bang her roommate because he doesn't love her, or her friend because he doesn't love her, but she's sacred because he loves her.
1: Well, and again, this movie bookends on an abused girl being smacked by her father, or opens with that and ends with the father getting smacked in the face,
2: so. Yeah. But again, it has that redemptive sort of, like, (laughs) the white knight riding in yep. like it was fun to see from a filmgoer's satisfaction kind of thing but you know it is just retelling that same cliche of perry didn't even grow up with her yeah Mm. i prefer in in harry's story there had to have oh i prefer to do you know what i mean like it's just a final example of you know, it should have been her that slapped his fucking ass. Yeah. Is helpless in the it bed It should have ass. been. It
1: should have been, yeah. But she's past that. But at the same time, She's I think gone
2: on with her life. These dudes would have don't been, do that. They have to have <laughs> their moment. And she's never
1: uh, really emotional in a way that doesn't make sense. Her sister just died. Of course she's emotional. Yeah. You know, she's not no, emotional about- right. Yeah. Harry sleeps with her best friend. Of course she's emotional. You know, these are all things that make sense-
0: yeah. Well, she's and she's not, not just, even yeah, emotional that history. Harry slept with her best friend. She's upset that he spent half the night flirting with her, then suddenly just flipped the switch onto the girlfriend. She's like, right. "What the
2: fuck?" Yeah, yeah. that's the it's thing. Just, like, that's just uncouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he had it in the bag.
0: That's why she's mad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Harry finds the lake corpse in his bathroom. Harmony leaves. Uh, Harry calls, and then pees on it. And that's peas. the most important. Oh, that's part. what's
2: hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. You peed on the car.
0: <laughs> like I can't what believe is, it. It's oh, what is DNA the word all over. Use? Why Why in the perfect? He uses a weird word there. Oh, why well. in perfect health would so, you piss on a
1: corpse? Yeah. I'm curious. Al, you're a scientist. Does pee have DNA in it?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. It's, it's mostly choice. that.
1: Trace elements and cells. And well, it's things. flushing,
2: yeah. It's yeah. That's what pisses shit. You know, it's flushing yeah. that out.
1: It's nothing but DNA. I'm not a scientist. I just had to ask. Oh, well, I've watched enough uh, Law and Order. So
0: Al, I say I, mean, I am a scientist. I mean, it's it's enough DNA,
3: corpses peed on? It's DNA plus alcohol plus THC plus. All the other things that you've like can just isolate, Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: so,
0: so Al, at, at, in your role as a scientist, as a you, you, you would not recommend that um, that that people performing autopsies then urinate on their corpses. No. Why would I, it? What?
2: I know. I was <laughs> going to say. Well, once you've taken all the notes for the autopsy, <laughs> you, you pee wherever you want. Yeah. If you're in a criminal type, if, t- you're if in you a mortuary, come across a dead body, no, if you it's come fair across game. a dead body. Uh, Not in a controlled environment, <laughs> like a coroner's lab. If you come across a body, don't pee on it. Let's start there.
0: So, um, he calls Perry, who comes back and helps Harry dump it. Uh, but Have that- you guys heard though the
1: restorative properties of urine. I mean, maybe he was just trying to revive the body. That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to get us to drink pee. <laughs> no, he was.
3: Property. He was taking a piss. He got startled and he just couldn't stop. Yeah yeah
0: um so yeah just frightened but yeah mid piss <laughs> yeah he calls Perry who comes back to help Harry dump the body um and on the way down Harmony steers the cops to the wrong room. Um, this is where Perry and Harry <laughs> kiss to
3: <laughs> I, after they dump the body off
1: the roof. That
3: is
2: yeah. the most incredible it is the scene. It's so
0: hard. It's like,
2: ah!
1: <laughs> Every time I saw that scene, and I had to rewind it because I missed something before that. I just was so shocked that they did the that. The cops
2: make a homophobic comment and then Harry does his like grossed out thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Very weird.
2: Dude. Even for what 2005, I feel like. It was a little, yeah. The cops, okay, the cops in Los Angeles were like, check out Doris and Francine over there. You know, it's like, what you're cops in LA in 2005, and that's weird. I mean, right? they are cops, though.
0: I mean, but also, yeah, but, they're not. It's not like they're in the valley. Like this is a Hollywood. Like they're in right. the Hollywood area. I'm not. Yeah, I can't
2: speak to what cops personally. I think it's probably negative, but that's not noteworthy to a Hollywood cop. Two <laughs> guys kissing, like Perry. It was. It was a good move because they got ignored. But it was like, comment. Look at those queens
1: yeah um, they
2: Hollywood. didn't have the body the in the only two. at that point
1: too right the body was still in the alley oh they had the body oh in the alley yeah 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 because i think we then see perry go and load the body into the trunk right
0: he's loading the body while harry is distracting harmony from seeing what perry is doing oh
1: he's convincing her that that he's not gay
0: that's yeah. right mm-hmm. yeah um so then next morning harry and harmony meet they talk about her sister uh, she told her sister that her dad wasn't her real dad, but was actually the actor that played Johnny Gossamer in the movies from the 80s. or Because 70s. he was in
1: Indiana. Filming. Filming while yeah. they were really little kids. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, it's discovered then that the lake body was Veronica Dexter, the daughter of the party host from the other night. Um, Perry tells Harry he has to leave town. He's not going to be in the movie. He was just hired to bring down Colin Farrell's price tag. Harry agrees to leave town and Perry reveals he told Harmony that Harry wasn't really a detective.
3: Another clue dropped. um, Perry told him uh, there was no sign of rape. Yeah. Um, So it's just throughout this movie, there are little comments made that get picked up 30 minutes later or so.
2: Right, end up being a part of the final clue. Yeah, because it's. It I think it's really panties.
1: It's masterfully done the way that they did right. it. Watching yeah. it immediately afterwards just
2: made this so. No, much it's fun. A, it's a great L.A. gumshoe movie. It's yeah, straightforward. Absolutely. It's it's not like mind blowing, but it's it, it's it, in a Columbo way.
0: Yeah. In yeah. A rock
2: in a Rockford Files kind of way. Yeah.
0: I mean. Yeah.
1: Twists <laughs> satisfying. It's not really an action movie until the last twelve minutes. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah exactly. Um, so they uh, he's at, he goes to the airport. He runs into Flicka. She tells him that Harmony's stage name is Allison Ames, and he realizes that her sister is the one that hired Perry to go spy at the cabin.
1: And this is the luck thing. Mm-hmm. He's leaving. He's going to New York. Yeah. He's running away, and he runs into my friend Flicka. <laughs> Yep, and it again changes some. Yeah,
2: has this has he already lost a finger?
1: Nope, uh, no, not no, no. yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's he's about to. He's about right. to go to the party. Oh.
0: Well, and it's funny because he tells. Okay, Perry tells Harry, "If you stay here, you'll get hurt," and he does get he hurt. Does. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um. So not uh, by not by me, but the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. I love that he clarifies to him. He tells no, he's guys, a bad
0: guy. Something
2: bad to you.
0: Yeah. No. No yeah. And it, no. yeah. No. No. Because Harry's like, is that a threat? And he's like, you're not going to get hurt by me. It's the bad guys. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's not a threat, you idiot.
0: Uh. So. Um. Yeah.
2: Like, There's all this new information you're not privy to, man.
0: Harry heads back to see Harmony. Harmony <laughs> cuts his finger off in the door. Um because she's mad at him uh, not being a real private investigator. So he goes to the hospital. Um, Harmony has to go work a party. Um, he So and then he heads back to the party <laughs> to find her. And they realize that Harlan Dexter, Veronica's father, was the actor from the Gossamer movie. He's the so one. How did she Johnny get Gossamer. the tape?
1: She got the tape from a friend who was in the counterfeit business, right? Is that what she said?
0: Something like that. It had a porno
2: label on it, which was. Yeah. That's right. um, So, first he was grossed up by it. It makes a comment.
0: It wasn't. What was it? What was the
1: title of the porno?
2: Lord of the Cock Rings.
0: Lord of the Cock Rings.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was worth noting. Saving Ryan's privates.
0: (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah. Um, So, uh, he's the one that she told her sister was her real dad. So, her sister came to LA to find him.
2: Perry. For a second I thought there was going to be like a scream three type thing where he was her dad like he did knock up her mm. mother in India. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't. Yes. But yeah. yeah.
1: I, I love the way that this all kind of fell apart as a shell game
2: that was this bigger thing. Yeah. He. Yeah. He being the red herring is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Perry's has to go meet a contact in MacArthur Park. We may have some info. He because needs he, left to, his
3: he, cake he had his cake.
2: He yeah. had a surveillance. That's right. That's and he right. left his cake out in the rain. <laughs> he had to go back because he'd never get that recipe again.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, Harry then gets abducted by Mr. Frypan and, and Mr. Mustard. I guess. <laughs>
2: yes, I love it. Such a Lebowski scene. Just <laughs> well, yeah, ever the, thus to get this
1: the dancer who is dressed like a naked reindeer person <laughs> yes <laughs> just the just. surreal moments of LA are so good in this movie yeah they are they make they make for the um, the climax to be less shocking and abrupt, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. But this, again, he, it's like Harry's visually grossed out by the two dudes in the glass box, you know, pretending to touch, but the sexy Krampus. <laughs> yeah. <not laughs> really. I mean he's weirded out by all because he's on drugs, but it's just yeah.
1: Just like That's Ooh. true. And he's and he's on super strong painkillers because yeah. he just had his finger
2: reattached.
0: That's right. Yeah. Um
3: so, she uh, takes
2: a boat. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh
3: Mr. Frying Pan, before he introduces himself as Mr. Frying Pan, he uh, says something about uh, Mike Eichen Mustard. Yeah. Um, like that's and that, an that's saying. what led to the Mr. Mustard thing. But that's an old saying from, like, the 40s, which Amazon told me was uh, a thing you It was a joke you don't tell in polite company. Hmm. So they didn't tell me the joke.
2: There are a lot of old... Um, uh, What's the word? I'm is it for? just but like because, um as well, fast as you can say Jack Robinson? That's one I remember. Like my great grandfather's saying. Right. I think so, the,
1: Is the, is it because it's candy and mustard, and they leave a bad taste in your mouth? I I don't know about the mustard, but so Mike and Ike were
3: the licorice. You so you had the the white licorice and the black licorice, the little mm-hmm.
0: bits. So no, that's
2: it, good and plenty. Mike and Ike was fruity.
0: Oh. Okay, so I'm f- I am found the Mike joke. Mike and Ike's are chewies. I, f- are they're, they're a little... I found the joke. <laughs> I caught tamales, but they were Sh- chewy. Do, yes. do you guys want me to tell you the joke? I did find it. Yes.
3: Is it racy as hell?
0: It's It's about excrement. Okay. Oh, I'm here for it. Um, Three brothers, Ike, Mike, and Mustard, were taking a bus from Nashville to Memphis. Somewhere <laughs> along the way, yes. Mustard... I'm out. <laughs> Mustard finds he needs to crap. He nudges ike and says hey what do i do i really got a crap ike replies um i don't know why don't you go in your sock mustard is against this he didn't want to ruin a sock the miles drag on and he needed to go worse than ever eventually gives up and craps in the sock now he has a sock full of shit and no idea what to do with it he asks ike hey now that i've crapped in it what do i do with it ike disgusted responds throw it out the window Mustard throws the sock out the window Almost immediately they hear sirens The bus pulls over and a highway patrolman Climbs in livid He asks who threw the sock Mike who had been silent all through this whole thing Responds with it was mustard The highway patrolman Bellows bullshit that was mustard It was shit
2: Oh my
1: god Wow is that a joke yeah. from the forties? Is it, that's
2: like that eating is, food I bet from that the forties? Three rednecks to right or yeah, 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 that, that was a hundred percent
0: a joke from the forties. Yeah, that's like eating wow. boiled beef. So, what was the oh. contest
2: that he used it in this? Uh, like you're not Mike. Uh, no, that's when, how well, he
1: introduced he, themselves. He
2: right? Oh, he says it to Harry as he, a, he says, to says it to Harry. Or, he's like, "Look at us, Mike. I can mustard." Oh, I see. Uh, anyway. And then they are I see. Okay.
0: So um all right. So uh let's see. They um he's yeah, they tear his finger off again, basically. Which oh that had to hurt. That that though
1: those moments are just oh. really visceral. They did such a great job of making you feel him getting fucked up throughout this movie.
2: Yeah. I had the tip of this finger cut off and reattached. Oh oof. Yeah, I've had lots of cuts and
1: wounds and broken bones.
2: They didn't put it on, but oh, (laughs) you teach woodshop? Oh, they both they all they all have stories that we don't have have. (laughs) time
0: for. So yeah, they leave to find Perry. Harmony and Harry follow them to Perry's uh, latest uh, to a stakeout. Um, She goes to warn Perry. Um, Perry apparently has no peripheral vision or the ability to hear things behind him. Because that car is real close by the time he yeah. speeds up. Um, Harry's sleeping in the car. Um, a, a weird chase shootout be- um, s- starts after he gets warned about the car. Mr. Frying Pan gets killed by the dude in the food truck. It <laughs> says so something like, I'm tired of this or something. Yeah. Something
1: like uh, so... That. I assume the reason why you didn't hear the cars because they were in like the little shopping area and there was like the din of people buying corn
0: dogs or whatever. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the corn dog air, the corn dog district. Because yeah. the, <laughs> the, <laughs> that's loud.
3: People buying corn dogs, that's, allowed. that's yeah, allowed. a loud, that's a sizzle
0: of
2: the fryer. It's not a civilized, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, a elbowing. A pink haired girl uh, who's an associate of frying and pan and fire steals Harmony's car and drives off with an unconscious Harry in the background. Um, Harry wakes up the next day, or it seems the next day, maybe. it's Yeah, it seems early the next morning. Um, Mr. Fire arrives and kills her. Then Harry kills him. Then a dog eats his finger, which was on ice. Uh,
2: perfect comedy of airs. Yeah. I love the dog eating the finger. Yeah. And then the dog approaches him because he's clearly in distress. So the yeah. dog is coming to comfort him. It's just, it's yeah. such a dog. It's like, I hate dog. your fucking finger. <laughs> Why are you sad? <laughs> it was good. What's wrong?
1: This movie lingers in a really good way, lingering on this moment mm-hmm. and like milking so much out of just this one scenario. He's yeah. now in the house. It's a detail
2: that Harry has to include (laughs) and elaborate on. You know what I mean? Like, that's a story for his life. Oh, God. Wipe the
1: place for Prince and get out of there. I can't. The dog (laughs) has my finger, literally. Why (laughs) did you... (laughs)
0: Uh, Uh, Genius. So Harry goes back, meets Harmony and Perry at his hotel. Perry tells them um, they're going to stop investigating. Harmony comes upstairs with Harry to stay the night they kiss, but then she reveals she slept with Harry's best friend in high school and he throws her out. And what Kidding. is this kid's name? Chud Jenkins or whatever? Chuck,
2: Chuck Chutney. Chutney. Chuck, Chuck Chutney. Which is a, a sauce from yeah. India. <laughs> I don't I don't see that. But again, more of that like white knight. Virginal kind of like he did not mind that she slept with everyone, but she was cool enough not to sleep with his best friend. And it's that particular betrayal. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's really so fucked in his mind. Didn't matter that she slept with La. It was his best friend. Oh, you slept with Chuck. Oh, again, that slut. It was so long ago.
1: So long ago. Her response too, as he slams the door in her face. I'm glad she kept. She would have
2: slept with Harry, but Harry is the nice guy who will always put himself in the friend zone kind of thing. And (laughs) she felt she felt obligated. She wasn't grossed out by Harry.
1: She wanted to tell him so that they could comfortably be open with each other.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and it speaks to the thing where he slept with her friend. Like she was pissed. Like you were. You were (laughs) almost there, bro. And Then you got even more hammered and slept with her instead. It's so it's the same thing with high school, he just never made his play, and that's not to say she is, a slut. it's to say that he could have treated her like a normal human being, and they might have been high school sweethearts, yeah, yeah, Who knows? but he held her so precious in his mind.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day, Perry wakes Harry up and tells him that, um, Harmony called Perry and said something that. Harry said made her realize what was really going on. Um, Perry figures out um, what it was. Was Harry realized that Veronica had no underwear on, and since Veronica was supposed to be very religious and was not raped, um, there's only one way she wouldn't have had girl. Uh, yeah, wouldn't have had underwear on was if she came from a mental institution, which is a stretch. <laughs> it's a stretch. <laughs>
2: I am I at first thought it was the, uh, you know, oh, well, if she's uh, born again, then she's a good girl and she would always wear her panties. But if she wasn't wearing her panties, she couldn't be a good girl. Right. So there's something fishy.
0: Right. Which what? Uh, yeah. So it's like, no, she was. So she was a good girl. She just wasn't allowed to have panties because she was from an mental <laughs> institution. <laughs> well, right.
1: and and throughout all of this, the sister, Stay the younger tuned, sister baby. is the red herring that we're distracted by. We're yeah, looking at yeah, like, oh, yeah, they must have enough. tossed her younger sister's body on the street. That's terrible. But yeah. they, there's no way of knowing now.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, We're gonna
2: kill that poor woman.
0: <laughs> so Harry and Perry go to a mental institution, which they know is owned by Harlan.
2: That's so, a weird
1: detail. That's the that to me this is the most like, the unrealistic thing.
0: Yeah, we the, learned it learned. in the beginning at the party. They didn't yeah. set it up, but yeah, it was yeah.
1: subtle. That he uh-huh. runs this these medical clinics. Yeah, uh, they, that's not unusual, I guess, for celebrities to tout themselves as
0: like. Health and, nuts. You know what? Also, isn't unusual to be loved by anyone. <laughs> Just you oh, well, in. Um, <laughs> rehab
2: and 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 psych type rehabs um, are a big scam. I don't know if they were already then, but. You know, I don't know if you guys, are, you know, it's like the um, sentencing scams that were happening in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh yeah. The judges yeah. would send people to these thousand dollar day. So judges getting kickbacks. Kick insurance backs. fraud. And yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Um,
2: so Harlan probably the same. Thing.
0: Probably yeah. Um, they yeah. So they discovered that Veronica was locked up there by him, and then the pink haired girl was pretending to be Veronica to the public.
1: That
2: fiction.
1: <laughs> yes. And so
0: how did they,
3: she escape? Uh, uh they don't uh reveal that the, the ringer was the pink haired girl until the end.
0: That's right. They that's don't.
3: That's I think true. they they still think that Harmony's sister was the ringer.
0: Okay, yes. So that is true. Okay, yes. So there there was a ringer. Um she didn't escape. Well they explain at Alice the end. Name. They explain at the end that the boyfriend, Veronica's boyfriend from Europe was that where she went? She was in Europe. Came, from Paris. From Paris, from Gay came, Perry. Yeah, came back and he would have realized that the pink-haired girl wasn't Veronica, so they got her out of the mental institution and killed her. So that right.
2: you know. A ringer for the the yeah.
0: Yeah. Um Harry <laughs> kills a dude. <laughs> It's not an eight percent chance. His math was terrible. I love the math. Oh, I I I skipped over a part. They get. Oh no no no! That's after that's after this. So they're trying to leave, and then the dude. Yeah, and then after they're captured. Yeah, yeah. His math is bad. His math is very bad.
1: The five foot rule too. Also, yeah, held at gunpoint from right next to you. That's taking away the advantage of a little
0: bit of distance. Absolutely right. Um, it's actually what what is. What is a is 1 out of 8? Something like 15%? Uh
3: 16.7% approximately.
0: Why are we saying 8? Isn't it a re- wasn't it a revolver? He said it was an 8. It was There there's revolvers that hold 8 bullets. 8 chamber revolvers?
2: Yeah. That seemed
1: pretty small. Look, yeah, that was a little pea shooter too. It's probably just a 6 chamber
3: thing. Oh, no, no, eight. no. That this wasn't the tiny gun. This was no, Oh, was this is the planted gun. Yeah. yeah.
0: He says 8. He says there It looks like a Okay.
3: He he Looks said like 8% chance. Okay, if it if it's a, if it holds 6 bullets, the the odds are
0: 16.7%. He said yeah, So he's
3: still wrong, which yeah, is he, the joke. Well, he's
0: yeah. Still, yeah, he's definitely wrong, but he he said 8. So he said it would, like I didn't count the chambers, but he said there were
2: eight. I'm not there's nothing I'm arguing, it just that did not look like a large enough pistol.
0: Yeah. Um so uh I don't,
2: I don't know enough about guns. Yeah. <laughs> to to I, I know that that was too small of a caliber of that chamber. Well, I don't care. I don't, care. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is Robert Downey Jr. said eight bullets. That's all I know. Um, so, anyways, they chase. Uh, uh, let's see. Harry contacts Harmony, um, who steals the van with Veronica's corpse in it. Um, they get captured by Harlan. Oh, the, first they get captured by Harlan. Tied up the electroshock is Harry's balls. Ooh, a gun. I this. love, I love Val Kilmer. <laughs> like
1: stop helping. Yeah. Stop helping. It's a great, it's a great moment though. And, and another thing where Val Kilmer is playing a gay character mm. and saying all kinds of offensive stuff, but this guy that he's egging on never owns up to it. He never denies it or owns up to it. Yeah, <laughs> which is in itself its own funny little piece of commentary and character development about this goon who's about to die
2: yeah uh, yeah. it's my bad sorry there are definitely 8 shot revolver 22 caliber revolvers moving on okay. now I know yeah, <laughs> no, talking we, about those days back when if we were in a bar a bartender would just say
0: yeah this argument wouldn't yeah a bartender would have said and we'd be like I don't know if he's right
2: I don't know if he says
0: so, um, yeah. So. I just, I just
3: love how every time Perry says something like when the orderly has them, Perry says something snarky, and uh, the orderly hits Harry instead of Perry. Yes. And now that he's got his balls wired up, uh, he's egging the dude on, and he keeps shocking Harry at the balls. Yeah. Perry, Perry is egging the two the on yeah and to shock his
2: friend yeah exactly we're not friends
1: um so yeah uh well and he's using the whole gay thing harry's views of being gay as a distraction too he's mm-hmm. just playing
0: right. into that Well, while you're you, you sure like
2: it when you're down there right
0: yeah um uh, yeah so okay so they contact harmony who steals the van with veronica's corpse um, Harlan and his men chase her. They chase Harlan and his men. Um, the van crashes, the coffin falls over and overpass and is hanging on a sign.
2: Um, yeah, that's the, that's pretty, <laughs> yeah,
0: this, <laughs> everything else I can roll with,
2: but
1: this is the thing that just led me to like, okay,
2: we're in.
0: Yeah. There, yeah. this is jumping the shark at this point, but yeah, yeah, it is. But it would have they,
2: rigor and having rigor, it would just tear off. <laughs>
1: Had they not established all the other weird visual Lebowski-esque
2: things, this would have been way too far. Yeah, But But we were, yeah, I I was fine with it. Uh,
0: Yeah. So then, yeah, Perry gets shot. Harry gets a bit of the bullet too. um, And he uh, falls over the edge, grabs onto the corpse's hand and is hanging there, manages to shoot Harland, who's driving towards them on the overpass. And then the guys that are driving to try to run over Harmony...
1: He he kills 3 guys in like 6 seconds. Yeah. Which is to me is just like a clever way to end this movie like well and that's how it ended. Like,
0: oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like we all right, our page count is done. Let's end let's wrap it up.
1: Well, and immediately like followed case. up yeah. by I know this all seems crazy, you know, of course you get a happy ending that he lived like they're just oh, moving.
0: And then moving, we get a moving. full, full fourth wall break where like they like Elvis and Lincoln come into the met I know.
2: That is funny. But yeah, again, Harry's telling the story. So of course it's just badass that you know, six people in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he survived. Yeah. He's yeah. Telling uh, the story.
0: We learn in the hospital Jenna committed suicide after witnessing Harlan having sex with Veronica's the pink haired girl, um, believing that her her real father was also uh, uh molesting his daughter. Uh um back in Indiana after Jenna's funeral <laughs> they're sucking on a chili dog yeah <laughs> outside the Tasty <laughs> Perry uh slaps Jenna's father uh who's bedridden <laughs> kind of bitch slaps him Oh yeah,
2: several times. Bitch slept Totally. Yeah.
1: It's the several times too that just yeah. really insult to injury. As he protests, oh mm-hmm. yeah, there was something cathartic about that whole thing, kind of coming back.
2: The slow well, bullet
1: they, thing too.
2: It was appropriate that it was Perry because Perry probably took some abuse as a gay.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. As yeah. A young gay man, y- yeah. Youth. You well, know? and and he is just as much friends with Harmony.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: He has, and that on second watch, it was really fun to see how strong their relationship already is, and it has nothing to do with
0: Harry at all. Yeah, zero, zero. Um, mm-hmm.
3: Just before that, there was a an endearing scene where Harry was walking Perry through the halls of the hospital, um, yeah. and they're talking about blah blah blah. But he like Harry sees a hot orderly and spins Perry around. So like, yeah. And, and Perry's like, yeah, I'm going to follow that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I yeah. was so cute.
1: Um,
3: was she I, hot? I like-
2: oh, man. Smoke. Oh, my God. <laughs> you fucking <that> idiot.
1: <laughs> Still gay? No, actually, I'm up to my neck and <laughs>
2: up to my, I'm
0: up to my I'm up to my neck and pussy. I just like the name. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so they
2: definitely set it up for these three sleuths to go on other adventures. Oh, I would have I loved to have they seen. Had. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. have loved
0: to have seen more of Adventures of Harry and Perry in Harmony. Yeah, yeah, and again, us
2: growing up in those seventies and eighties, like uh, detective shows, like totally, you know, like they, they get together in the end. These unlikely, mm-hmm. you know, because private dicks don't work well together until they really do. <laughs> I love it.
0: Yeah. Um, so then, uh, we get to see that Harry's been narrating for the camera the whole time. Um, it's working for, for My God, like
2: moonlighting.
0: Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. yeah. Moon moonlighting. Like that.
2: Perfect. Yeah. Uh, sorry.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And that's the movie. Um, the, it was. Bang bang. It was. Um, the The script was based on, though, um, partially based on a book by Brett Halliday called "Bodies Are Where You Find Them," um, which was a. Um, he 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 is a mystery and western writer. Um, it's not like a straight adaptation. It's kind of a based on ish thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. He, this, yeah, it
2: had that like Elmore Leonard kind yeah. of like yeah, like based on some pulp.
0: And and he, this story. was this was a classic pulp novel. Bodies are where you find right. them was published in 1941 as a classic pulp detective oh, novel. Wow. It so, wasn't yeah, like it wasn't Philip, like a
2: around Philip Marlowe's time.
0: Yeah, it wasn't like a modern like uh uh ironic retelling like the movie is. It was Yeah. That's right.
2: cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, that Maltese Falcon kind of but yeah, and very, and very. Like something like, seems low stakes until it's very high stakes. Yeah, yeah,
1: like the panties, those kinds of things. Yes.
2: Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, even the Eddie Valiant kind of back, <laughs> like yeah. looking at a picture a second time
0: back in the forties, where someone like the daughter of a rich famous person could come back from Europe and no one knows what they look like, so like they could just yeah. have someone yeah. pretend to be them. <laughs> that is very Maltese Falcon. True. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, the gum shoe, That's I mean, that's all the Big Lebowski is, is a Philip Marlowe yeah. story made ridiculously. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so. So,
0: so yeah, I don't know. After It's funny, because like I said, I hadn't watched it in probably like 10 years, and re-watching it, I was like, well, you know, it doesn't hold up as well as I thought, but there's still a lot in here I like. But now after talking about it, I'm like, no, there's a lot, a lot in here I yeah. like.
2: If yeah. you keep in mind who the narrator is, you can stomach... Some of the homophobic stuff because yeah. this dude hasn't made these connections in his mind. Yeah,
0: and you know maybe ah. this dude in 2022 now has finally made these connections, but this right.
2: yeah. But it's not an omniscient type story. It's not like a, a slice of life at the time. It's Harry's telling. Him, so.
1: Yeah, and well, and so I think
2: things that turn him on, things that gross him out, a few things he re- he realized.
1: It's yeah. supposed to make us feel less uh, sympathetic towards him, and it succeeds. It especially succeeds. especially yeah. now. Yeah.
3: He's flawed. Yeah. Um, Gay Perry has a
2: lot of agency over his gayness. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, when he... Yes. A brilliant way to say it, because it's not just like the, <laughs> the hard R situation where like, well, he's gay, he has a right to say it. It is that agency. Like, you're not going to insult me. And the one I'm time not going to allow you that power. The producer, <laughs> not by a the, word.
1: The producer at the very beginning has that awkward conversation with him, and that's kind of it as far as him navigating that yeah. throughout the rest of the movie. Because everybody else is cool with Perry. you know, and it's just right. he's literally
2: could, gay Perry. It's his how name. could <laughs> he be offended by something so stupid and unoriginal as gay Perry?
0: Right. It's, it's a yeah, pun. like more than anything else. Best. It's a, well,
2: right, but also in his mind, that's the best insult that straight men right. could come up with. Exactly. Like, I am yeah. gay, and my name is Perry. Like, he is a super intelligent dude. So it's just like, I, I don't have time to be bothered by that. That's the best you could do. Yeah, I would have
1: loved <laughs> to see just more of him as a detective. It didn't need to be Robert Downey Jr. as his buddy cop.
2: Yeah, pa- that character is a really interesting
1: detective. It made me think of Benoit Blanc quite a bit. Mm. Because that's about to come
0: out, Glass Onion. So. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot wait to see Glass Onion. I'm, I'm Fuck, very knives out here. was um, awesome. Yeah. So. Good. Ah, I love detective. I love mystery and detective. Oh, so do I. Shit. Yeah. So much. It's well the, done.
2: The private yes. detective type stuff. Yeah. Not necessarily the cop.
0: No. Movie cop detective. But detective but yeah. yeah. Fuck that. But PIs. Fuck Brother Seamus. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So. All right. Any last thoughts on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? It's good. No. Good fun. Merry Christmas.
2: Yeah. Some some things are tacky, but again, if you remember that it's the narrator, it, it still holds up. It's an interesting and funny movie.
0: The movie, yeah, the movie holds up. Some a few of the mid, you know, 2000 things aren't don't age well, but otherwise, yeah. Great. Um so that's it on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's it for our Holiday Phosphorescence series, which means it's time for us to get back into our normal superhero groove and next time on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, okay. uh, already? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Where well, you said March? March will be caught up and Yeah, in March. Mm. Yeah, as of as of March, we will have uh, probably by the time it's aired, it'll be April, but we'll be we'll be caught up with all the superhero movies that have ever been made.
3: <laughs> I feel like I've aged forty years. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> now we're gonna turn to movies that have to do with fashion magazine editors. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of them. we got to get started There's, soon. There are more than you think.
0: There's, yeah, there, I mean, there, just all of the uh, ev- all the Kate Hudson ones alone. Okay.
1: Yeah, and after that, the singles living in New York in three-bedroom apartments.
2: Right, having exact, a hard time with their incredible mates. jobs. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> all right, that is next week on harmless phosphorescence. Until then, thank you for hanging out with everybody, uh, hanging out with us. Um, This has been your host, Smiley, and I hope you had fun. I know I did, but what do I know? I'm a bear. I suck the heads off fish.
2: (laughs) If you look idiot up in the dictionary, you'll find me, Josh Cece.
1: I'm Brian Lesh, and there's something rotten in Denver?
3: (laughs) Oh, wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up. I forgot to tell you. The Cowboy Rode a Blue Horse. I'm Alaric Weber.
1: (laughs) Terrible at telling jokes, Al. And Brazilian Billy Bob (laughs) Court.
0: Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.